Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 As we're uh, starting the show this morning, everybody's yelling about the blues. Uh, damn it, blues! I uh, I think I wrote. I forgot what time I tweeted this out. I said, "Yucko, this game." And I was done. <laughs> and I was maybe yeah. hoping that I'd wake up this morning and check social media, check uh, the internet, and see maybe there was a comeback, and there was not. Not so much, no. Or there was nope. a handful of goals in about a five-minute span in the third where you're just like, what is going on here? Well, they pulled Jake Allen. Yeah. They, they forget put to put somebody up. in? They just <laughs> left it open? First goal, not Chad Johnson's fault. The other two were. Yeah. Well, and listen, I can imagine being a backup goalie. And we've talked to a Carter Hutton about this. We talked about it last year. Yep. Coming in completely cold off the bench. I mean, that's got to be one of the most difficult jobs in sports. Oh, at least, easily. At least if you're a relief pitcher. You warm up. Yeah. Like you're in the bullpen, you're you're getting loose. You got your ball cap on, you know, your job for the game is to open and close the door. And next thing you know, you're in. Yeah. Completely cold. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. They, they don't even take uh, practice shots on you. Like no. Like a couple uh, practice oh, shots God, now. No. Uh-huh. No. no. You're in, you skate in. Yep. And it's funny, uh, a, little, a little inside, I guess you could say inside hockey here, but uh, while I have the, the headset on, you know, during the game, playing the music and stuff, when the other team scores, we the, the organist plays like a bad song, like a sad song or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was a second there where, like Jeff said, within five minutes, there was like three goals. And they go, 
Okay, go, go against. Yep. And that was the first one. And then the second one was, okay, go, uh, go against. And then the third one was, go against. <laughs> like it, it was, every time it was just sad. yeah, sadder and sadder. This is yeah. only one source. It's just ESPN. But out of 31 teams, our goaltending is ranked 21st. And which is actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be on this list. So out of 30, you know, what you 31, say, 30, 31 teams. teams, we are 21st. Yep. Yeah, we, right, well. And that was what? Goals against? No, that's just goalie rankings. Goalie ranking. You're I saw, happy if it, you love mediocrity. I saw yesterday that, you know, the, the, the one really positive thing is the fact that the Blues are, I believe, eighth in the league on the power play. Well, that's which good. Is, which is good. Mm-hmm. That's good. But that's that's it. What about goals against? Teams, goals against. Let's see. It's got to be bad. Oh, I I mean, I can't imagine it being good here. As far as team. Team, goals against. Let's see here. Goals against. They are fourth to last. They are, they're fourth highest, 36 goals against. Above them, the Kings with 36, Red Wings with 38, and the Flyers have given up 40 goals. Listen, guys, I know this is a, this is a hot take. That's a hot take. But if they score a lot of goals on you, it's not good. <laughs> didn't didn't the Coyotes Whoa, beat us? I was writing that. Oh, down. Good. Jeff, didn't the Coyotes? Did we play the Coyotes yet? Didn't they beat us? Wasn't that like a team like ah? I can't believe we lost that one, and we lost like four to one. You may be thinking last year. I think it might be this year, but the Coyotes have eighteen goals this year. That's it. Oh, wow. Anyway. Another hot take: If you don't score a lot of goals, that's bad. That's a hot take. I have heard huh. that before. Mm-hmm. Huh. Let's keep it positive, kids. All right, We've got a big day today. Got a big day. Whitney Cummings is coming in. Yeah. Comedian, TV star. Well, I'm excited to talk to talk to her. Mm-hmm. She'll be a good. Yeah. Very, very talented individual. She really is, and I mean, funny as hell. Yeah. So she'll be here at eight o'clock. You know, of course, we got the uh, the racial live thing happening tonight. Tonight, tonight, and it's happening. Tonight? It's tonight, Jeff. Oh. At Pops. I think yes. I said it was next Friday. Yes. No, no. You said show up next Friday. I remember <laughs> no. you saying. Yeah, that was last Friday. <laughs> well, I want to tell you that uh, I tried something for the first time yesterday. Mind blown. And I want to thank Tony, for, uh, Tony Patrico for it. QT hot dog. No. Mm. The uh, caramel apple pop. Oh, oh yeah. The lollipop. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Rank number one, Oh, right? my God. I, I, it is... On the list of of my favorite lollipops, now it's 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 top three. It was dead silent in the office yesterday. Uh, besides the tapping of the keyboards, Riz turns around in his chair slowly and looks at me and goes, "This is the greatest lollipop I've ever had." <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just hit me the right way. And uh, it was so. It's it's a it's an apple flavored lollipop on a stick, dipped in caramel. Yeah. And uh, what was on your desk this morning when you walked in? I noticed it. Thank you. You're welcome. Another it was one. another one. Ooh. <laughs> I'm saving it for later. Why are you doing this? Why don't I get another one? I asked you if you wanted no, another you one. You certainly did not. Like when a... did you ask me if I wanted we another one? We were standing one. right here, and you said, one's enough for me. I don't. When was that? Yesterday? In here, yeah. In this studio. A... Today's a new day, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> He's like your dealer. I might have Dude, another come one on, there. Man, just like, one more. crack man. on a stick. Yeah, he's he's on. into addiction. He's got another one. I may have another I'm one hooked. for you, Jeff, on my desk. Have you had one ever? Well, no, Tony didn't offer it to... you got to be kidding me. Yes, we were all in here, you jerks. 
I well, believe I, I he's disagreeing him, with you. I'm I not didn't sure. hear him offer Scott one. I did definitely hear Moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said Moon get an we, offer and, and no? politely decline. You declined, and everybody was in here, and I held them up in my hand. And I said, I got these if anybody wants them. So I bet I wasn't in here. I mean, if you have a chance to try one of these, <laughs> wow. I was raving all day about these things. I even went home. <laughs> is this an, I is went this, home. Is this an old candy? Is this yeah, I mean, it's been it's around since candy. at least since I was in grade school. I mean, so huh? it's been around for a hot minute. And just out of nowhere, I said to my wife, man, I had the best lollipop today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she said, are you kidding me with this conversation? <laughs> so what are you, five? <laughs> That's great. I don't know what it is. It's you get through the caramel part. Dude, it's the perfect combo. And That's then you what start getting some of the apple flavor mm-hmm. mixed with the caramel. No. You know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is. And it, it, it lasts a long time, too. It's yes. a candy apple without the fear of ripping your teeth from your skull. Yeah, I could see that. And although, although you can, if you sink your teeth into it, it can. Yeah, but I mean, that's but crazy. That's, that's that, your, that's that's your fault. Are you somebody that's that your, bites lollipops? I, I was very, very <laughs> tempted to a few times to use my teeth, but you know I don't normally. Because yeah. <laughs> you take your teeth out first. Right. <laughs> just the top ones. Just the uppers. <laughs> it's so sad that when I have visions of my, gra- my grandma on my mom's side, that that's what I think of as her without her uppers in. That's just so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I remember, uh, I mean, when I was, I had to be six, seven years old. I had an uncle, and uh, we're playing outside, and he laughed, and his teeth fell out. Oh, my gosh. Onto the ground. Freaked me out. Yeah. My dad would do that on purpose. Like his, like the, the uppers and bottoms yeah. fell out. Like, yeah. <laughs> both sets of teeth <laughs> fell out. I, I was DJing a party, and somebody on the Freaked dance floor, somebody on the dance floor was dancing so hard that it was one of like the organized dances. Like, I can't remember if it was Cha Cha Slide or Cupid Shuffle or something. And they were dancing so hard that bloop, teeth uh. went bloop, right out. And I, I had just so happened to make eye contact with this person. Yeah. And they knew that I saw and they didn't know what to do. So, right off the ground, right in the mouth. Bloop. Oh. Oh, the five second rule. Like it was, it was sheer panic. And they're at a, a wedding? No, this was at like a, it was just a, like a party, okay. like a function. It wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't like a wedding. You don't, you don't run them underwater or anything? I think they were so devastated that it happened. Like they were so like, I want to throw up right now that they didn't know what to do. If you see and they somebody, panicked. If you see somebody for the first time without their teeth in, it's startling. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen often. Absolutely, yeah. But, uh, you know, a grandparent or, you yeah. know, an in-law of some kind. Or when you see, and this is this the first time this happened to me, this blew my mind. The first time you see your grandma without her hair done. You know how, like, grandmas always, grandmas have, always have their, their hair, hair, done, hair yeah. done. Like, yeah. their hair done and that. poofed up. When I first saw my grandma and her hair was pushed down and, like, parted to the side when she was in the hospital, I was like, hey, Nana. Oh, oh, she's oh, gone. You, oh, fell, oh, you fell and broke your hair. Oh. <laughs> or how about I walked in the bathroom and my dad was brushing his teeth and they were in his hand. Like he had his upper in his left hand. He was just brushing uh-huh. it with a brush. Like, oh, man. It's like, your mind going to do that eventually? Something, yeah, something That's when you see so that, cool. too. That's so cool. You just pop them out and just yeah. brush And then the lips, like, you know, go, go uh, back. No, in. No, no, I had no idea there were hoodie strings on people's lips. <laughs> okay, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's behind the neck. You pull yeah, the string. That's right. Close it up. It is ridiculous. <laughs> well, I bet it's a completely different experience throwing up with no teeth in. 
I don't know why that just popped into my think, head. Think it sounds funny? Puking. There's less well, you don't resistance. Have to worry. Yeah, there's no less resistance. You don't have to worry it's, about you know getting what, it in your teeth. No, you know what it is? It's like removing your thumb when you get the hose and you put your thumb there to get a, a oh, tight just, jet stream. <laughs> you just remove your thumb. The less teeth, pressure builds it's, uh. it's like, you know what it probably is? It's somebody just d- emptying a bucket. Yeah. Oh. And if you have yeah, false oh, strings, oh, oh, oh. if you have false uppers and lowers, do you take them out if you know you're going to throw up? I guess oh my you God, do. I'm going to get so sick. Because if you throw up, I mean, the force could knock your teeth out. Right. And you, it's a bit of a dam. You can get them out of the way. This uh-huh. is like Tony said. You just get your thumb off the end yeah. of the, the hose that way. Yeah. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> Caramel did... apple pops are great. How <laughs> <laughs> did grandma knock her teeth out? She got the flu. <laughs> My wife bought all this candy for, for Halloween. I'm thinking, return it all. <laughs> Do return it all just get nothing but caramel apple pops? Caramel apple pops. Uh, return it all. So that was a nice thing yesterday, enjoying that for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the billboard went up. Yeah, how about that? The Happy Birthday Riz billboard, which if you were at the Eaton Treat last Saturday, you signed uh, you know, the, the birthday card. Yeah. It was uh, tremendous. Tremendous birthday card, and it was going to be put up on a billboard. I guess it went up yesterday, and one of the guys who put it up took a picture and tweeted at us, mm-hmm. like, hey, looks good. No idea it was going up yesterday. Nope. I still don't know where it is. Nope. Still don't know? Still don't know. Yeah, me neither. Still don't know. I don't know either. I was looking for it. You know what It's going to be very effective, but it's in Little Rock, Arkansas. Is well, from what I heard, <laughs> why, I emailed our promo guy, and I said, uh, uh, hey, did you know this was going up today? And he goes, no, nah, I had no idea. I said, where it is? He goes, I think it's on 270 near Westport Plaza. Okay. This is That's well right planned. there. So my wife was driving 270 yesterday, driving her mom to the airport. And I said, hey, look out for this thing. And she she didn't see it. Although, I mean, was she paying attention? Uh, she may have been checking to see if her blinker was on. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, I was on 70 yesterday looking and didn't see it. Yeah, same thing. He said 270 somewhere near Westport. Well. Did everybody sign it? Yeah. yeah, I didn't. Oh, I, I'm going to notice when I go visit it every I know. day. Yeah, I'm going to notice. Oh, Patrico's signature's not on here. Well, it was funny because after we got done doing all the stuff that we had to do, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to go sign it. I haven't signed it yet." And I walked, and it was rolled up. I'm like, oh, okay, they I were trying to get it in the big it. envelope at that time. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Would he still get in trouble if he tagged it and you know signed yeah, it? If I get up there, it, oh, technically you, you could get up there and sign it. I yeah. didn't sign it either, but my kids did. Hey, so you were there to sign it, you just didn't. Yeah, I said, you guys should sign for me. And the kids went up there and, and signed it. You having trouble with your name again? Yeah. <laughs> I get that. That's a two O's. M double O M's like an upside down W. They're actually zeros. We can get you a big old ladder, you can go sign it. Yeah, if somebody knows where it is, let us know. Tony needs to sign it. Get a bucket truck out there. Well, like somebody on on uh where they write a little snarky thing on Twitter. Oh, you're kidding. Really? Yeah, I know, guys. Huh. <laughs> I know. I think our, like, 105.7 The Point, their their Twitter account, I guess, tweeted out like, hey, check it out. Yeah. What do you guys think? And somebody wrote, who is this? I said, it's me. And then somebody else wrote, why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Jealous. Where's your birthday card? Yeah, billboard. Everybody can see mine, jerk. Where's your billboard? And while you're at it, where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I think the guy just sent us a message. It's at the board by Cybergs on Dorset. Oh, so it's two. It's 270 and Westport. Like, yeah, 270 and Dorset. 
Yeah, yeah, just north of Westport. How did my wife not see it? She drove that way. Yeah. It's one of those things. You, oh, the you, guy the guy that put it up is the one that just sent that to us. So that's where it's it at. It looks great. It's uh, one of those things, you you know, you block out faces. She just has a a tendency to not see you. It's got our name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, just look for if the big if billboard anyone, with our name on it. If there's anyone to notice, it's, it's big and white. It, it, <laughs> all right. We'll have to go visit it later. <laughs> it's an honor. Thank you all for signing the card. I hope without the rain, all the ink doesn't from all the signatures doesn't run. I off thought of it. that too, by the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's pretty well dried on there. I would since, think uh, yeah. since last Saturday. Should I'm sure right. they did some sort of weatherproofing. I think they shellacked it. It says here you can only see it when you're coming from 70. Oh, all right, maybe that's why. Yeah, I'm trying to think how that would be possible. So when you're coming from 70, that's the only time you could see it. I'm trying to think. So I'm assuming maybe if you're coming 70, you get on that little ramp there that kind of gives you the little loop, and maybe it's right there. Yeah. I'll go look. Thank you, Jeff. All right. After the show. Oh. All right. Before we uh, really dig in here, got a piece of business to do. Yesterday, Craigslist Freak of the Week. I'd like to thank John Patrico once again for coming in and reading three ads uh, for us. And this was a playing round. Like a last chance playing round. So all three of these uh, freaks had won their respective weeks, but lost in the next round. Lost in the monthly the monthly playoff. Correct. So we went through and uh, found our three favorites to kind of give a second chance to. And you guys voted. And if you would, close out the votes, please. All right. Thank you. And, guys, here's how it all shook out. I mean, three just... Phenomenal ads. Uh -huh. Phenomenal. Never to be heard from again. Well, and not, no, one of them will one. be. One of them moving on. So, I mean, this is the wild card. This is the wild card plan, mm -hmm. basically. All right, so here's how it shook out in third place with 10% of your votes. Sorry. Montgomery Burns. Light it up. Man for anyone. 37-year-old Prince Edwards Island, Canada. A friend just told me that fireplay is one of the most extreme sexual sensations that he's ever experienced. Now it's my turn, baby. From what he told me, he lays on the bed, someone covers him in hairspray, and then tosses a match on him. The game is easy. Get to the finish line before the fire goes out or the pain was too much. He said he almost got there, but the pain was too much and he had to call it quits. I know for a fact that I can do it. I am just looking for a few things before I do this. Need a volunteer, preferably a fire safety expert. Hopefully, you'll have some sort of first aid experience just in case something goes wrong. You will be naked. <laughs> it's just to be more comfortable for all of us. I'm not huge but not embarrassed by my size. A solid six and uncut. Please be white. Nothing against blacks or yellows. You're just not my thing. I will have all the equipment we need, including a fire extinguisher. Please give me some information about yourself when you reply to this post. I'll be doing some test runs on plant life before the real thing. Serious people only. 
no spam, no bots, no trolls. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Montgomery Burns. In third place with just 10% of your votes. Would you call this an ass kicking? Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. I would, yeah. I would. Yes. Yep. Winner had 66% of the votes. Runner up, 24%. And your runner up was nominee number three. Ladies and gentlemen, Vincent Van Flo. Help me paint. Man for woman, 37-year-old Soulard. I'm being evicted, and I want to leave my landlord and his future tenants a little gift. I want you to come over and help me trash the place. Ladies, is your special friend in town? I'm talking about Aunt Flo. I'm going to use you and your aunt to paint the walls. This has been the worst renting experience I have ever had. Out of nowhere, I get a letter slid under my door and says I have 30 days to vacate or this a-hole will call the police. So with four days left, it's go time. I'll leave, but I want to leave him with something to remember me by. Red would be nice in the living room. If you want to come over and paint yourself, fine. But if you would much rather me do it, that's fine, too. Nothing sexual here. Just need your help. I don't have what you have. Would prefer you to be attractive and thin. But beggars can't be choosers. Whites only. If you a drink, bring some to share. Send a pic with your reply. Trust me, I ain't getting my deposit back. <laughs> Thanks. God. I have a feeling this guy was not a great tenant. Yeah, I would think. I mean, he calls a landlord an a-hole for evicting him, but you got to wonder why. Why are, as long as you pay your rent on time and don't trash the place, any landlord will be okay with you living there. Yeah. I think so was, one's got to wonder why. It was bigger issues before this. <laughs> it was loud music, maybe letting the trash overflow. I don't know. I mean, if this is his way he's leaving, imagine what he's done while he is there. Yes. Put it that way. That's what I'm, I'm envisioning, too. Not good things happening in that apartment. <laughs> and here we go, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, your official Craigslist Freak of the Week. Moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Another step closer to etching their name on that Jerry Sandusky memorial plaque. And, and the right ad one, guys. The right ad one. With 66% uh, percent of the vote, it's nominee number one. The Duty Brothers. Up for a challenge. Man for anyone. 24-year-old Tel Aviv, Israel. I used to play this game with my older brother when we were teens. He would eat something, and I'd have to guess what it was by sifting through his droppings. I was pretty good at it. The key is smell and texture. Since my brother has been in the Army, we haven't played in a while. Uh, and I'm jonesing to play. I know it sounds weird, but trust me, it's a blast. You go first. Before you come over, write down everything you ate over the last 24 hours. Be specific. Go into the bathroom, make toilet, call me in, and I'll get to work. We can make money bets. If you ate 10 different things, I'll bet I can guess five of them. Then it's my turn. I'll make a toilet and you get to work. I'll provide the gloves. 
I have the ones that go all the way to the elbows. Hit me up if interested. You know they use those gloves that go all the way up to the elbows to like inseminate oh, horses, yeah. Yeah. cattle. For sure. <laughs> That's all. It's it's not even like the it's not even like the plastic gloves that you get at a dot, like the rubber gloves, uh-huh. like the plastic kind of sleeve. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the winner, folks. <laughs> Waterproof sleeves. <laughs> The Duty Brothers moving on to the next round. I think the right ad one. Yeah. Big I agree. Time. So, I mean, the playoffs are, I mean, is it semifinals? Whatever you want to call it. Because there's the monthly. Basically, it goes the monthly, which now we're all done with. That mm-hmm. was the play-in. So then we have, I believe, three rounds of quarterfinals, two rounds of semifinals, okay. and then so the quarterfinals. quarterfinals. Yeah. And then at the end, the finals will be uh, two ads. Yep. Just head it, to head, head to head. So just we don't head to head, and we decided that because you know we just don't want any outlying votes. Like you know, ah, kind of maybe I'll go three. We want you either like this ad mm-hmm. or you like this ad. That's it. Done. Yep. It is a true champion. Mm. A battle to the death. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we will suggest. Yeah, we'll to them. Suggest that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Shouting out today's Team Riz member of the day. It's Aaron Berger from Barnhart. What's yeah! up, so Aaron recently became a listener and uh, now uh, now can't get enough of the show. He's uh, always telling people to tune in. And he says the best part is if I miss a show or part of one, I can just pick it back up on the podcast. Likes our bath and, uh, back and forth conversations. And he, he, how about this? How about this for a compliment? Or is this sad? I actually learn more from this show than I do at college. <laughs> no, I think that's dead on, actually. Yeah. I think that's right. Does it really say something about our education system? <laughs> no, it just says that we're awesome. I'll take that. No, you know right. what? We should, maybe we should get college credit for listening to this program. Some of us did maybe not graduate. Uh, yeah. Wait a second. That's all of us. All of us did oh. not graduate. All of us did not graduate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you never graduated college? Nope. Oh, did you go at all? I went two years and then huh. left, left a little early. I've got the most college experience of all of us here. Aren't you I the You're smartest. And that might be I the scariest got, thing of the day. I've <laughs> got five years and no degree. Hey. So if you have to fill out something, do you, do you put some college? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you you went, what, a semester or two? Two semesters. Yeah. So we're the, we, put out, we put the same thing on our resume. Some college. Uh-huh. You went two semesters? Two semesters. That's pretty good. That's right. Did you go at all? Oh, yeah, I did. I don't remember how much. Was it a semester, two semesters? Um, it was a couple, a ma- ma- maybe a couple, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember. But then I remember just a, a couple of years ago when I was on tour, I took a whole nother uh, group of classes. So, I mean, does that count? Oh, was it? What was it that? Uh... It was for fun. Oh, it was for fun? Well, I mean, I wanted to, to get some more credits. Here's what happened. I went to get it to sort of wrap up something and, and like have a degree. I would love to have multiple degrees eventually, and that's still in my plan. So I go back and I'm like, oh, I need these courses. The, you know, I took this, so I need these. Got a bunch of them o- online and I start taking them and I pay for them. And I was like, so how's this going to work out? You know, you call up the counselor or whatever they call them. How's this going to work out, you know, with my credits? And they go, oh, well, uh, it looks like all the other credits that you took were, those have expired. Those were over 10 years ago. You didn't ask that question before you Hell paid? no, I didn't know. I've never heard of that. I've never <laughs> heard of that. 
Does no, listen, I'm, get- sure, I'm sure if I went back to uh, Ramapo College of New Jersey and asked for, I really didn't get many credits, but... Uh, Can I get both of those are credits? Are those credits still good? <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, your degree doesn't uh, expire. <laughs> why should my class... Why Degrees should my, do, after my 10 C-? Yeah. Minus? yeah. <laughs> I think I, I did a semester here and I think two classes in Springfield and that's it, so... I yeah. probably did the least. Me and the school didn't have the same understanding of what learning was. Yeah, same here. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the disconnect there. I, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I just wanted to work. Yeah, same here. Same here. That's I why just I, wanted to work. Both of my kids are all like four-year college, six years, this, this. And I'm like, ah, man, just go work. You know, not that I'm and discouraging honestly, them, but. If I if if I would have stayed at college and, and wound up getting uh, you know college degree and whatever, probably... I wouldn't have had the same. Well, definitely, I wouldn't have had the same opportunities as I had by just going to work. Right. Yeah, it was, the, the industry would have passed me by. And the the opposite of that is my oldest is is in nursing school, and she said she'll be doing something inside of a hospital within three to four years or something like that, which is crazy to me. So I was like, just stay another couple of years and be a freaking doctor. Why not yeah. just hang in there? And yeah. Keep well, the doing school it? gets you in the hospital. Right. Mm-hmm. And the program she's in uh, uh, guarantees a job locally as well. So that's, real? that's pretty exciting. Yeah. That's interesting. The yeah. only reason, the only reason I do not have my degree, and my dad will give me crap about it forever and forever, but the only reason I do not have my degree is because while I was still in school, I got offered a full-time position at this radio station, mm-hmm. and I had to jump yeah. on it. Same thing. That's what happened to yeah, me, but just down in Springfield. I mean, yeah. I, I, was, I was offered a position where I was getting benefits and everything, and it was my foot in the door. It wasn't exactly what I wanted to do, but it was my foot in the door, and I said I can either continue to go to school or I could take this position in the career that I'm going to school for. Mm-hmm. So I jumped on it. I yeah. got hired, and I tried to do both. I tried to do college, and I tried to do the radio thing. And it just wasn't. I was passing up. All this radio yeah. stuff, all sure. these opportunities. Sure. And I said, same thing. What am what is gonna benefit me more? I wanna be on the radio. What is gonna benefit me more? Yeah. Quitting my job or half assing it or not being available all the time, or going to school and getting a piece of paper. Right. Yep. To then try to get a job in radio full time. Yeah, same thing yeah. with me with, with with music. And I'm sure I'm I actually I have faith that all of us had we done a different route, we'd be just as successful in you know, in whatever it was that we ended up doing or where, where that led us i would have loved to have the university experience but it wasn't in the cards for me because you can't do i couldn't do both i couldn't chase the music uh with you know the the fervor that was needed yeah and good use of the word fervor by the way i Thanks. do well, that no. is good yeah. college boy yeah Edgy college boy with your yeah. big fervor words i, I read books <laughs> on tour <laughs> uh, back to uh, Aaron Berger from Barnhart is our Team Riz member of the day. Yeah. It's a super sweet Team Riz member oh, of the yeah. soccer jersey. <laughs> so, so we have we're taking his time. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, we'll get to uh, some of your emails after the break. Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Riz Show, at 
at 1057thepoint.com. So as I mentioned before, Whitney Cummings coming in around 8 o'clock. We got the real of fake results before we get out of here. I believe we have tickets for the sold-out Ludo show. Oh, nice. Which is yeah. tomorrow night over at the patch. And we got those to give away. Also, our dear friend Anthony Stalter from ESPN Radio lost in the Pick'em Challenge, the football Pick'em Challenge this week. Yeah. So he's got two airsoft rifle shots coming to him. Yeah, I don't know when we're going to do that. I don't know how early he comes in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Man, think I reach out no, to him. No, isn't, isn't he usually here by like 8.30-ish? Because he goes on whatever. Yeah, Whitney's going to be here. Yeah. Ooh, that's a great point. I'm not sure if she's going to be down with shooting with tushies. That. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, should we give him a reprieve? Because he's on. He goes on uh, at 9 o'clock with one of the other hosts on ESPN. Yeah. If, we, if we give him a reprieve. If we give him a reprieve and he loses this weekend, he's getting five shots next week. At once. At once. Yeah. Let's just throw an airsoft grenade right at him. Might as well. Because I, I don't know how early he comes in. Well, I mean, maybe, if he comes in at like 730. Yeah. Maybe it would be cool with it. We'll feel her out when she gets here. But I, I don't know how how we'd kind of get into that. Mm. You know, hey, Whitney, you know, chatting it up, chopping it up. Oh, hey, sorry to stop. We've got to shoot this guy twice with an airsoft gun. <laughs> right. Yeah. For somebody kind of just walking into it, it'd be an interesting seg. I don't know. I, I'm not sure how it would work, but okay. Well, we'll see. As again, we can always do it Monday. Right. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. Let's get to some of your emails. Ratio at 1057thepoint.com. Uh, Shelly asked, just wondered for those who are not able to make it tonight to the live oh, show. Oh, it's tonight? It is tonight. Uh, will there be a podcast put together or something where we can hear it if we're not there live mm. afterwards, maybe recorded, any nope. of that kind of stuff? Nope. Sorry, All right. Shelly. <laughs> All right. Nope. Let me think about it. No. I think it's one of those, if it happens in Vegas, it stays in Vegas kind of things this evening. Well, yeah, and just logistically speaking, I think it would be lost. I think a lot of what we're doing... I mean, obviously, we're on the radio now, and tonight is a visual. I mean, there's a yeah. there's a lot of visual aspect. There's going to be um, a lot of movement. There's so many moving parts, and I don't think it would translate. And I don't think it would be fair. I really don't. I don't. I don't think it'd be fair to anybody, really, the people that that, that paid to be there, um, or the listener of, of a podcast. You're not going to get the show that we're putting on tonight over a podcast. Yeah, especially yeah. This is not. We're not take. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're not taking the radio show and doing it there. Yeah. It's more of a variety show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you put it that way? Yeah. 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 It's definitely a variety show. It's not us talking about the news or crap on celebrities. Yeah. This It's uh, a visual thing. It, it won't translate. Yeah, it's more of a stage broadcast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, we have video screens. Mm-hmm. Awesome ones. Too. We do a 10-minute ode to uh, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is incredible. Yeah, Scott's going to do a little soft shoe. Yep. Mm -hmm. Probably somewhere in the middle. The Rockettes are coming out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, not those Rockettes. Right. As a matter of fact, I know Lux is going to be there. She's actually going to help uh, facil uh, facilitate some of the Q&A. Mm -hmm. And I think she's even been given, like, the directive, like, let's not be filming stuff for social yeah. media and you can take a gazillion pictures. You can take a couple pictures of some things that are going on, a lot of, like, the uh, behind-the-scenes, us getting ready in the dressing room type thing. But let's let the show be the show for the people that are there. Mm -hmm. You may have to take her phone away then because that's a drug. That's oh, no, she was told by the big boss. Oh, like, no, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm saying it's a, social media is a drug to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, she loves She's it. She's an addict. She's self-admitted. She she loves it. What's the, uh, what's, is it Jack White that you check your phones in, into a basket? Oh, there's a couple, I yeah. So. I think yeah. he was the, the guy the that was really, We should yeah. do that. Yeah, I got an idea. I got an idea. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. 
be a surprise. Got an idea when it comes to the cell phone stuff and the unnecessary pictures. Stay tuned. Next, uh, Mr. Rizzuto and company heard your Thursday show. You had the list about banned Halloween costumes, particularly the Holocaust victim costume. It reminded me of a documentary I recently watched that I was going to suggest, unless you already saw it, called The Last Laugh. Hmm. Anybody seen this? No. What's it about? Is that Jim Carrey? No. it's. Well, I don't know. It may be, he may be in here, but it's uh, Comics Discuss Taboo Subjects. And uh, whether it's okay to laugh at certain subjects like uh, AIDS, 9-11, stuff like that. It's on Netflix. Oh, there it is. He's, it's a 2016. It. Jim no, it's Mel Brooks, David Cross, Gilbert Gottfried, Carl Reiner, Rob Reiner, Jeff Ross, Sarah Silverman, uh, Silverman huh. Jerry Lewis, Joan Rivers. It says, comics, actors, filmmakers, and concentration camp survivors discuss the ramifications and ethical dilemmas of using the Holocaust as a topic for humor. And their own views on the boundaries of comedy. I think it sounds fascinating. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. produced it? I thought there was like a big name producer for that. Uh, produced uh, one of the guys from Rolling Stone magazine, didn't he? Yan Warner. Oh, no, that's, he's that. one of the old Yan Warner, if I believe, if I remember correctly, isn't he? I don't know. He's one of the brothers, right? Stop, Stop it. it. Sorry. Now oh, you no, got everybody saying no, Stop. No, it's, it's a different. This is actually Jan Warner. Sorry. Oh, okay. Because that was a guy from Rolling Stone magazine. It's a different guy. Okay, all right. And this is a chick. That sounds very interesting. What's the line? I, I don't what know, is the line? Man. What's too soon? What's completely off off limits? You know, it's what, what's interesting is, so this was done in 2016, probably filmed in 2015. I bet you it's completely different today. Yeah. Yeah, although, I mean, the, the, the you know, the cycle, the PC circle and cycle... Has been around since the dawn of time, so I mean, I think there's probably a lot of relevancy to it. Still, it's some just, stuff. It's just a mo- I'm sure you could add more to the list. It's a line that constantly yeah. moves. Is the easiest way to describe it, you know, and sucks more things into it. Yeah, it's like a vacuum cleaner. What's mm-hmm. going to get sucked up next? Next. <laughs> uh, hey guys, you are always talking about great documentaries on the show. You need yes. to watch Who Shot the Sheriff about Bob Marley on Netflix. Just finished it. It's fantastic. Thought I'd pass along Is that Travis. New? I don't know. Got me there. Who shot? But it's a, it's about the life and times, and then the cloud around his death and things like that. Huh? Did it is stubbed toe or something. I think it was cancer in his toe. Yeah. That 2018. Well, I guess I, I okay. So I think it was. I think it may have been an older documentary, but they remastered it. From what um, it's a series. Yeah, I love I love all those music docs. Yeah, a couple of things to watch this weekend. All right, who shot the sheriff? Thank you. Next, uh, this is Jamie. You were talking about coworkers stealing winning lottery tickets. Yes, uh, I guess it was yesterday. Uh, this happened at my last place of employment. Made the news circuit and all. It was only ten thousand dollar jackpot, but was still disappointing and shocking. Uh, of course, our our emailer says this is the one week I didn't contribute to the pool for the tickets. Of oh, course, sucks. Uh, police came in, arrested him while we were all working, and no one except for the person who turned him in and the president of the company knew what was going on at the time until they took him off to jail. He was also that last person in the world you would think would do it. Yeah, you sent me. Well, I guess this person put a link to the story. And I read the article, and it's, it's true. It's out of Collinsville back in 08. Uh, Curtis DeVore, 28 at the time of Collinsville, was charged this week with felony theft after stealing his company's lotto tickets. And according to police, 
each week or so, this guy and 12 employees at this uh, business in, in Collinsville, they pooled their money together to buy Illinois lottery tickets with the plan that if they won, they would split the money. That's what office pools are all about. The president of the company said the tickets were kept in an envelope and the lotto numbers were logged into a spreadsheet on a company computer. Traditionally, the company's information technology director inputs the ticket information and checks to see if the numbers are winners. But because the IT director was out, this Curtis guy, the assistant to the IT director, who checked the tickets for February 22nd, the Mega Millions strong, one of the tickets was a $10,000 winner. But instead of celebrating with his co-workers of two years, this Curtis guy allegedly tried to hide the information. And... The president says our IT person was out that week, so Curtis checked the numbers, and after he discovered one was the winning ticket, he changed one number on the spreadsheet and sent us an email saying we didn't win. Wow. And what triggered the investigation was that the envelope of tickets went missing. And they said we put the losing tickets in another envelope and kept them. And he says he has some tickets going back three years. And since every lotto ticket bought includes a tracking number along with the lotto numbers, the president says, the president of his company says that one of his employees contacted the Illinois lottery officials who told them that one of the tickets was a winner and Curtis was the one that claimed the $10,000. So they called the police and uh, this guy was arrested. I don't know what wound up happening. I'm trying to find him to see if he's still around in jail or not. I would think in 08, he'd be way out of jail. You think? Yeah, he don't get 10 years for that. I saw his mugshot. But yeah, that's, that's pretty rotten if that's... That is. Wow. Boy, that's low. Hack Jim. Money does weird things to people. Sure does. And it's not even that much money. It's not even that much money. Jeez. You give yeah, a, so. a lot more of your yearly salary to take a few bucks. That's so stupid. Yeah, the, the chance of getting caught and having to pay for lawyers and losing your job. So it's $10,000 they would have won. Split that against, uh, you know, split that, you know, with 12 people. And you're not getting ten grand. you are getting, you know, way less because of taxes. Yeah. Get $1,000 and your freedom still. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Sounds not even $1,000. You get, you know, get a, maybe 200 or 300 bucks. And the boss will probably let you have a party to celebrate. Yeah, you're sure. right. Sure. Yeah. All right, well, this guy probably nobody will ever play the lottery with this yeah, guy hey, again. If you're, if, you're playing, <laughs> if you're playing the Powerball this weekend, just uh, you know get a copy of the ticket at least. Yeah. Next, uh, this is from uh, Jewels. Uh, let's see. First of all, I love the show, and I like Riz and Patrico. Hate mushrooms. Think mm. they taste like dirt. So growing up, after I found out there was a cream of mushroom soup in green bean casserole, as we talked yesterday. Yeah, the woman who invented the recipe. Done says I would never, ever try it. Then I grew up and moved out and started cooking for myself and realized I can cook it however I want. So I still do the basic recipe you can find on the back of the uh, crispy fried onions, but I substitute cream of potato soup and then crumble in a bunch of bacon well, that would work. as well. They have cream of bacon soup, by the way. They do? Yeah. But think about the consistency of, I, I know what you know cream of mushroom, you know what the consistency is. Mm-hmm. Cream, of, uh, cream of potato would work. Close. I think there's a significant difference there as far as taste-wise. Hmm. Hmm. Like, that's why I think cream of celery is going to be your next best next best option yeah. if you're looking for a cream of soup. Yeah. So, cream. Right, listen, I'm willing to try cream of potato, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. of course. I, I, I definitely am as well. Next. 
Uh, this is uh, Robert. Robert says, I've been listening for about two years now, and I've always wondered, when you all talk about people you know and tell stories from your life, do you worry about people that you talk about hearing you and taking issue with those stories? Honest answer? When I'm doing it, no. And then facing repercussions afterwards, I go, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of the great things about sitting in here and talking with you guys every day is that, there. I mean, for me at least, the line kind of gets blurred about, if we're on the air sometimes, even, because yeah. we're just sitting in here BSing. Yeah, chopping it up. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're like, man, did I say that about that person on the air? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've gotten those phone calls before. Yeah. Yeah. But, huh? Yeah. We can do. They forgive. Most of them do. I mean, pretty much everybody that we're with <laughs> realizes what we right. do for a living and the repercussions right. thereof, so. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. What was the worst repercussion what was, you had? Do you what was the What was the question? Uh, do they do people take issue with you talking about them on the radio? I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, that's a short <laughs> it answer. It, uh -huh. it you know, obviously depends on you know, how I'm talking about them or what yeah. story I'm telling. Sure. Yeah. What's the worst? Yeah. I don't. You know. It's never been anything too bad for me. For me, it's like my wife going, "You had to say that." Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is nothing off limits, right? As far as what happens in our house, and it's not like there's long repercussions to it it's just like uh, you know like you really come on you're better than that or whatever and then everybody moves on <laughs> well and i, I tell long listen I'd, I'd prefer you not listening right because yeah, i don't want to think you are so I, I don't want any kind of thing holding me back right like i don't want to think that she's listening that um it's you know I should temper what I say. Yeah, whether she's listening or not, we're obviously talking about your significant other. You don't want to know that they're listening. You don't want to be. Yeah, I want to be fettered. untethered. Yeah. My mom will call me up every once in a while. She goes, I listen to the show today. And I go, ah, oh, boy, what part? Mom, you know you shouldn't. If it's a Monday, part? if it's a Monday, I'll go, oh, was it sexy time fun facts? Uh, please not. <laughs> please let it not be that. Or the thing that we do after that. Please don't let it yeah. be that. Now, my mom will tune in every once in a while to see if I'm alive. Well, that's good. You need to call your mom more. My brothers are tuning in every once in a while. I talked to my mom yesterday. My brothers are tuning in every once in a while to see if I'm back in radio or not. We're super close. <laughs> it's your mother. It's your mother. I listened to the show today. Oh, boy. Okay. What oh, part? Man. Nothing bad. Okay. Thanks, Ma. We're good. Next. <laughs> uh, this is Dalton, loser. This is a, a real or fake punishment idea from Dalton. And Dalton says, loser acquires a fat suit or some kind of weighted vest and has to walk around for a week with however much weight Tony Pacheco has lost by that point in time. Interesting that punishment. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I did that for a yeah, really long time. Yeah, he did that for yeah. most yeah, of his life. I don't life. want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you did this punishment for 30-something years. Yeah. So walk around with a with a fat suit? Yeah, or some sort of weighted vest. like Or like a backpack or a that backpack has full of, uh, X know, amount of weight. Yeah. Jeez. For how long? This, this said a week. 30 years? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, That'd be a tough one. Interesting punishment idea, yeah. but... I like the spirit of it. That's yeah. what uh, a, a guy I know that does uh, personal training, that's what he said. He goes, when you go to the gym, if you go to the gym, he goes, just get on a treadmill, pick up what you've lost, and walk for 10 minutes. Hmm. Yeah. He's like, and that's that'll be an eye-opening experience for you. Like, 
I had this amount of weight on my body and walked around every day with it. No wonder I was always sore and always yeah, tired. Yeah, I mean, it was and, spread out. You, you're not holding it. Yeah, but I'm still, arms. but still the same. I mean, the majority of my weight was in my stomach. I mean, mm-hmm. it was yeah, my the gut. Pressure you know? on your knees, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, your feet hurt all the time. All the time. Do you notice your knees feeling better? My knees, and your well, feet. Remember when? Like, I mean, when I was playing softball, and I was I was bigger, my heels would hurt. I wouldn't walk right for three days. Yeah, and stop it with the jokes, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now, Did you hear me? Thinking? I recover. Boom. You also walked kind of. Uh, with your that, pe- that was my. That was just because feet. I had fat feet. Yeah, yeah, my feet would roll over. Shoes, yeah. Yeah. My feet would roll over. But like, now yeah, they're yeah, you walk your, your, your feet kind of rolled over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and now they're getting back. I was. Uh, I was looking at the picture in our office of you and Jeff uh, crossing the finish line mm-hmm. when we did the Great Walk. Yeah. From uh, the old Emmis Building to to the Hubbard Building here. Mm-hmm. So what? Eighteen miles. Yeah. When, so when did that happen? That was that was June twenty fifth. June twenty. You had had the surgery already, right? Yeah, March twelfth is when I had the surgery. Okay. I was trying to remember. Was that before or after the surgery? I've lost about sixty more pounds since oh. then. Huh? Because I was down about sixty right at that time. Hmm. As a fifth grader, you lost a fifth yeah. grader. Yes. Yeah. My total right now is I'm down one thirty one. Wow! Look oh, at this guy. Awesome, one thirty one. Yeah, since March twelfth. Uh, one more, Jeff. Uh, my boyfriend went to, uh, we're talking about uh, inappropriate Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an email about that. My boyfriend went to a Halloween party last weekend. Dressed as Brett Kavanaugh. Yale. <laughs> Timely and topical. Yale t-shirt hat that said, I like beer, and he carried a calendar around all night. And here's the best part of this email. I wasn't able to go, but I told him I'd go with him, and I'd walk around claiming that he assaulted me all night oh, if I would have been there. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's, that's wow. we're going to take a hard pass. That is all right. all in on the costume. Hey, if you're planning on uh, dressing up for Halloween at work next week, there are some things you should keep in mind when picking a costume. I don't know. You think people here are going to dress up? Uh, there's going to be a few. I bet you. You've seen... Listen, one thing that we can we can all agree on is that there are people in this building, which hey, it's fine. I, I've got no issue with it. They 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 are very cutesy. They love cutesy mm. stuff. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. I mean, that's fine. So keep these things in mind when picking your costume for work next week. I mean, talk to your managers and coworkers first, especially if this is your first Halloween at your job. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to be the one person who didn't get the memo about not dressing up. Right. Walk in the morning and go, ah, wah, huh? I'm a businessman. <laughs> no, it's because you dressed up like a pirate. <laughs> you go, okay. Nobody else? Uh, make sure your costume doesn't interfere with your job, obviously. If you, if you can't sit down, if you can't walk comfortably or perform any of the basic functions needed to do your job, pick something else. These things are pretty obvious, aren't they? How about check your, check your calendar first? Even though it's Halloween... If you have a big meeting or other major work commitment, <laughs> you're better off skipping the full costume. Uh, bring a change of clothes. Even if you don't have any appointment schedule on Halloween, something could still come up. And you don't want to be stuck in a ridiculous costume dealing with a serious issue. Look, guys, I'm dressed as I got my unicorn onesie on. And they go, hey, uh, such and such client will be here for a big presentation. It was supposed to be Monday, but they're doing it today. Uh, A big client. We need to save this client. All right, let's start the meeting. Uh, Skipper from Gilligan's Island. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sexy Stranger Things, what do we got with the report coming up here?
Uh, be sensitive to other coworkers. Like uh, a joke that seems funny to you might come across as insensitive to somebody else. Same goes with the special effects makeup or fake blood. And uh, finally, they say be careful with props. These days, workplace violence makes carrying certain props into your office a bad idea. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Just be smart about it. This is all... This is all, you know, common sense stuff. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes some of us need a reminder. <laughs> you guys dressing up? No. What? No. Remember last year I suggested that we do like, uh, we all dress up and go like over Have the top fun. and be ridiculous. And that got shut down. <laughs> well, it didn't get shut down. You you pretty much said, you do what you want. I'm not doing it. I said, okay. Yeah, so I, I gave you the green light. You can do what you want. I'll be honest with you. I haven't even thought about Halloween. Gosh, what's been on your mind? To me, Halloween, <laughs> and, and, and to the same kind of effect as you, to me, Halloween is so far off my radar because well, that's I, when we we close on the house. I kept, so. Oh, there's that for you. Yeah. I mean, I talked to my wife and she said, uh, hey, you know, what are we doing for Halloween? I know some of the, you know, the kids have parties. And I said, I didn't want to talk about it until Saturday. Yeah. Like after the live show is over, then you can talk to me about Halloween. Let's get through this first. Yeah, I, I have a couple. I have a couple weddings coming up in November and December, and like the couples are like, "Let's meet, let's meet." And I'm like, "I got to get through this, and then we can start talking about other things," because I'm focused on this. The uh, the neighborhood again is gonna have a hayride. I know that for a fact. It's pretty nice. Yeah, the one guy up the street, he's got a trailer. They got put a bunch, hay on it. Got a Even bunch though of hay. we did talk, we did talk about this last year. That's punking out. For the kids? For the kids. Yeah. Because, like, half of the fun for me was the fact that, you know, especially when I got a little bit older, it was when my dad went, all right, see you uh, later. You know, these and old brats these around. days are so lazy. <laughs> and now it's like, ah, oh, hop on the hayride. We're going up five houses. Stop. Hop on off. Go get some candy. Oh, oh you mean to do the hayride to trick or treat? Also, if you are, yeah, that, yeah. if you are, and there, there are a lot of little kids, by the way, on our street. Yeah. Uh, I they think really if, should be on the sidewalk. If I yeah. was, uh... <laughs> I mean, they're just all over the place. They just Scott, I expect that from you. I've been, I've been living uh, with him too long. His jokes? <laughs> He's paying me. If you were offered a hayride to go trick-or-treating, you'd take it. Who doesn't For love sure. hay? Absolutely. You wouldn't do it? In the neighborhood, I don't think so. When all the other kids are on the on the hayride, you're going to walk? I don't know if my buddies would have done it. Like, Because our thing was is we loved to like run around. I think maybe as you got older, for like a five-year-old or a six-year-old. I mean, a five-year-old or a six-year-old, I mean, they don't even really understand the concept of trick-or-treating yet, I think. I think like, like six is when they start to go, all right, this is cool. I got to say like, trick-or-treating. My son is candy. nine. Yeah. My son is not. I, he's not going to be on the, He's going to be at another thing. See, okay, that makes sense then. Like my daughter's seven. She's a soft seven. So, yeah, she's all about it. And lazy, too. <laughs> lazy. <laughs> All right, thank you for your emails. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Should we revisit the email about talking about I'll people get, on I'll the get air? I'll home. Uh, Dad, I listened to the show today. <laughs> what part? <laughs> Soft seven. Pseudo Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. I like you named this uh, 
Boone, you know, puts in the names for all these kind of rejoin beds. Bad Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, it totally is. <laughs> I don't even think it's Bad Queens of the Stone Age. No, yeah. It could be a Queens of the Stone Age song. I just put that in there for an easy label. If you're a fan, you get that reference. Which which I am. Because you are. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. St. Louis County Police say that two uniformed officers found a man who looked to be unconscious, passed out in an SUV in the... Uh, the Oak Park apartment co- uh, parking lot. And that's on, uh, I think, Spanish Lake. It's, it's, I think it's Spanish Lake, that area. Rooster Drive, Spanish Lake, North County. And this was yesterday evening. So cops find this passed out guy. One of the officers on the front passenger side of the car sees a handgun inside the car. So now picture this. I- I'm sure the two officers, one on one side, one on the other side. Mm-hmm. The officer that was on the front passenger side of the car saw a handgun inside. He opens the door to grab and secure the gun. So the officer opens up the door. The guy wakes up. He reacts. The officer and the guy struggle for the gun. Now they're inside the car struggling. The officer wound up shooting this guy. And the other officer got into his patrol car after the guy in the SUV started driving. And the officers followed, pulled in front of the SUV to to kind of stop it. The officers wind up pulling the guy out. And started first aid on him. They did first aid until the uh, paramedic showed up. Remember, he was shot. And he was taken to the hospital in critical condition. He wound up dying. Oh, by the way, the SUV had been uh, reported stolen out of the city. The good news is the officers were not hurt. That's, that could have been a very bad go. situation. Yeah. Good, good, Weird. good. Never want to hear of a struggle inside of a car. Nope. That sort of thing. No, now imagine these officers rolling up and seeing that gun in there. You go, man, I got to... First thing you do is got to secure the gun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and not not funny, but it's uh, if you picture it, this could be almost like uh, a police training. You and your partner roll up to a car. There's a gun sitting in the passenger seat. The guy behind the wheel is passed out. What do you do? You want to be a police officer? You grab the gun. Yeah. You got to get the gun. Yeah. Hey, back in June, remember uh, Mike Arnold, the owner of uh, Gus Gus Fun Bus? Oh yeah, yeah. He had died after he was hit by a pickup truck that had just been stolen. This was outside of the Taste in St. Louis, the event downtown, over at a Soldier's Memorial. The two people involved in his death and, and, the, and the carjacking, Curtis Alfred, Janice Stowers, are now facing federal charges. They had already been charged locally, but now the feds are putting charges on them. Good. And the two were apparently trying to take out witnesses and are accused of intentionally ramming Mike. And then remember, there was a car chase after yeah. mm-hmm. So locally, again, already charged with, with a bunch of felonies, first-degree robbery, four counts of assault. The federal charges say that the two took the truck by force, intimidation, and violence, and their actions caused Mike's death. And these federal charges can carry a life sentence. Good. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. They were trying to take out witnesses. Cra- I mean, crazy. Yeah, unfortunately, he was there. I mean, wrong place, wrong time. The tragic story. That's uh, preventable. Yeah. Which is the worst part. Uh, there were a bunch of contractors working on a house on a grasser lane here in Creefcore, actually, on a Wednesday afternoon, when they heard sirens and a, and a they heard sirens and a crash right outside of kind of where they were working. A 26-year-old woman named Sasha St. Clair, she's from Pompano Beach, Florida. She had just tried to cash a stolen check 
at the First Community Credit Union here on Olive, just blocks from this house. So the cops are called. They chased the woman. The check was stolen from somebody in Carbondale, and Sasha apparently used an ID stolen from another woman Jeez. in Lake St. Louis to try to cast a check. Sasha driving a car with stolen Illinois license plates. The car was rented in Florida. So after crashing the car, she tried running, and the contractors happened to be right there and grabbed her. Hmm. And there's one of those ring doorbell nice. videos of it. Yeah. Those are, those are slowly becoming some of my favorite videos. The ring the doorbell na- videos? The neighborhood cam, you got busted. Mm-hmm. So the contractor stepped in and grabbed her, and they held her arms behind her back and actually walked her out to the, to the waiting police. Uh, she kept yelling, they made me do it. <laughs> and the cops went, oh, okay, cool, you can go. And cops think that she and at least one other person may be involved in similar crimes between here and Florida. Two teenagers picked up yesterday in connection with a missing gun that was brought to Central Middle School in North County. Who brought the gun to the school? A teacher. I got a lot of questions about this story. So a teacher brought the gun to the school? Two teenagers are now in custody in connection with a missing gun that was brought to Central Middle School by a teacher. Cops say the teacher brought the gun in on Wednesday, and after school hours, the gun was reported missing. The two boys, a 13 and 14 gun, has been recovered. And I don't have really any other details other than a teacher brought a gun, and these kids got it. Wow. Somebody going to be asked the question why. A teacher was carjacked outside of Rittner Middle School in North County yesterday. This happened around 7 o'clock yesterday morning. Teacher pulling into the uh, faculty parking lot. Two guys approached, demanded her money and her car. And she resisted a couple times until one of the guys showed a gun. They grabbed the woman, pulled her out of the car, and they drove off in her Toyota RAV4. Teacher not hurt, thank God. A police chief in St. Anne said that the detectives are making good progress in finding her car. And I guess they know who did it because they said the suspects are wanted for other crimes. Hmm. But I don't know if they found the car yet. They said it's a Toyota RAV4 with pink stickers on the back. So if you see it, call the police. Three people uh, arrested on Wednesday in Festus for iPhone, Apple Watch, and iPad thefts. And these three were, were allegedly stealing stuff from two different Walmarts in the area. All three from Houston. And cops think this is a part of a, a bigger operation doing this kind of stuff. So they went, and I only have a, a story from the, from, from the one Walmart out of DeSoto. So they go to the Walmart between 4.30 and 5 in the morning when there's not much staff. They pull a crowbar off the shelf and use it to break into the storage areas under the display cases in the electronics section. And they walked out with about 22 grand worth of stuff. Wow. And between the two Walmarts, they stole 35 iPhones, 42 Apple Watches, and 23 iPads. Oh my gosh. That's like a million billion dollars. I was going to say, that's $1.6 billion. <laughs> and uh, finally, locally, man, the city of O'Fallon, Missouri, not messing around. They locked the River City Rascals out of their ballpark. I know, but I mean, you have staff, administration, locked them out of the ballpark. What? Now I say, I say their ballpark. Because the city owns it. The city owns that ballpark in O'Fallon. And they, the city terminated the lease. And O'Fallon's communications director says the team has consistently been behind on its rent. They locked him out on Monday. And I think it was uh, Channel 2 that was reporting this. Uh, the, uh, according to a 2017 lease agreement with the city, with the Rascals, they owed 
the city 122 grand. And a plan was signed to pay back the debt over time, but the city says the team hasn't lived up to their part of the lease. And I think they were warned and locked out. See ya. And O'Fallon will now look at all options for the ballpark, including bringing in a, a different team or working out a new deal with the Rascals, which I hope happens. Yeah, the ballpark's awesome. Yeah, that's where we played the celebrity softball game. Yeah. It was really fun. And I like the administration there, too. Yeah, and my, and my girl's taking the kids out there uh, a few times, and it's a it's a great time. Yeah. One really of the kids nice field, too. Inexpensive yeah, of, and very talented baseball players, for sure, and a great facility, yeah. Yeah, they're good, and they, they enjoyed not, not just the baseball and the experience, and they got the playground out there for the kids. Like, uh, one, of, one of the kids came home with a ball and was freaking out about it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the city calls the ballpark a jewel and says the, city, the stadium will not sit empty. Like, they're going to do something with yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they could get a deal with the Rascals going. But, yeah, I mean, locked out. All right, that is the local. Remember they legalized a pot last week? Legalized recreational pot. But it's still illegal to transport pot across the border. So, you, I mean, you could be in Toronto and smoke all you want, but you can't bring the stuff here to the States. What about, can I fly from Colorado to Canada? Legal here, legal there? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think you're allowed to cross state or international lines. Gotcha. So just because well, it's legal right in you're going spots. over the line, you throw it up in the air, and then we go across the line, and you catch it. So you're not actually... Uh, no? Gotta go real fast. I'm not 100% sure, but... Lift your feet up off the hel- uh, the airplane floor. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure, but we can check on that. Uh, so to combat this problem, so people bring their weed to the airport in Toronto, and they can't go through, you know, security with it. They can't get on the plane, so what do they do? Just, they just rip suck it. Suck it all down right they now. Just, you got to smoke yeah. all this right yeah. now. They just, they <laughs> Where's your smoker's area? That's what I'll I, be back. I imagine. A whole bunch of people on the flight going, do you feel like you're flying? <laughs> I imagine. Uh, yeah, we're yet. in a plane. Are we there yet? You're in the bathroom, dude. Airport security. Stand? Airport security goes, excuse me, sir, you do realize you can't bring that on the plane. They go, oh, yeah, I totally forgot. What should I do? And the security go goes. Grip it and rip it. Grip it and rip it. Grip it Not and rip a it. snack to be found. Yeah, and then McDonald's is over there going, we're right over here. Right over I here. can't imagine that, man. That's funny. Like, oh, you've just like a section of people that forgot to to leave their stuff at home, and everybody's just ripped. It's just adult, <laughs> it's just, it's just adult coloring books and, and chips. Boy, That's if, it. I were, if I were Doritos, if I were able to open up a fast food place, I'd open up a Jack in the Box at, yeah. the, uh, With a smoking at section. the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so Toronto Pearson Airport. They set up three cannabis disposal bins oh my at gosh. the uh, security checkpoint entrances for people who shut up with their stash. Wait, at, at the security? Yeah. So what's going to stop? That's like a money bin. So what's going to stop people from walking in? And so if I don't have to go through security t- to see these bins, what's going to stop somebody from going in and just taking a trash bag 
full of weed. I'm glad oh, you bring that up. It's Back easier home. than that. You just poke a hole inside the trash, and 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 the trash can and smoke the trash can. That's right, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. And that's the problem. <laughs> and that's the problem, Moon. Yeah, it's like a it's like a product bin. So a photo of one of the bins went viral after somebody posted it on Reddit. And they captioned it, Pearson International installed a free weed bin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. Well, a spokesperson for the airport had to set the record straight. He said, quote, free weed is resoundingly incorrect. And he says, I think that's putting it mildly. Once something goes into the container, it does not come out. It belongs to the employees. Just like my pocket knife yeah. in Hawaii and uh, anything else. Anybody yep. to, Just like to my check. knife here at Lambert. Mm-hmm. And he said that the bins are being closely monitored and are a temporary measure until more secure containers are installed. So you can't just reach your hand in and just take what you want. It's not, you know, take a penny kind of thing at right. the convenience store. <laughs> take one if you need one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's Although funny. if you're coming into Toronto. Welcome to Toronto. Here you go. Here you go. What do you want? There's it's like a, a grab bag. There's some flour. Jay, yeah, close your eyes and reach your hand in. Huh. Welcome to Canada. <laughs> well, think about that. Now, now the airport, now that airport has uh, is a dealership. I mean, they can, they may as well just start selling their their, yeah. their weekly stash. I hear the weed, the over, weed over at Gate Thirty Five is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all these improvements in the Toronto airport. What has changed? Or it's nothing's getting done. <laughs> it's oh, nothing yeah, but true. donut shops well, and just spaghetti. Say, yeah, I'm just saying the money. I'm, I'm you know, just, where you guys where are you guys putting the weed? Huh? Employees? I'm just, I'm just thinking for like for ten bucks, twenty bucks. You could put on a blindfold and reach into the grab bag. Yeah, but everything's, I mean. put, everything's, put, everything's put in a box, though. It's not just, you know, you can't feel it. Everything's put in a box. You just close your eyes. You go, all right, let's see. What do you got? Ooh, <gasps> man, you got a Swiss Army knife. Sorry. Oh, oh, man. Oh. Beaver box set. Oh, Jared got Sticky Iggy back there. Yeah, you got a, you got a freezer <laughs> size of Maui Waui. Yeah, good job, man. <laughs> I have a feeling this couple isn't going to be framing and displaying many of the photos from their wedding ceremony. Ashley and David from uh, Yarmouth, Massachusetts, got married last month. Congratulations, kids. Yep. And they were doing a non-denominational wedding. So they hired a 39-year-old justice of the peace named James Stern to officiate. But when Ashley went to pick up her marriage license, she found out it didn't exist. Why? Because David wasn't actually a licensed officiant. He was a fraud. And he never submitted the license. Okay. And he didn't just scam them into letting him perform their wedding. He also broke into the bridal suite and stole some of her oh, bridesmaids' boy. credit cards. Mm. Nice guy. Mm. And this James guy was just arrested for impersonating a justice of the peace and larceny. And it turns out he has a long history of fraud going all the way back to when he was a teenager. Ashley and David said they're going to try to redo the marriage ceremony with a small guest list. But unfortunately... The man is forever in the photos and video of the first one. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Because people sit around and look at their wedding photos so I mean, much. we do at least four times a week. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. I'm like, hey, want to pop in the wedding video? Yeah, hey, we're not doing anything else. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll make some popcorn and we'll pop in the wedding video. Lies. Oh, stop it. We watch it all the time. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> You know, it's about time a study came out and took a strong stance in favor of abusing alcohol. Am I right? We've been waiting for this. Yes. According to a new study at a Brown University in Rhode Island, 
Drinking alcohol really can help you forget about your bad times and your problems. Uh-huh. And the researchers found that when you put down three or more drinks, the alcohol, quote, hijacks the part of your brain that creates memories and keeps it from forming some of the bad ones. That's why when you think back on your wildest nights, you have lots of memories of the fun, you know, fun things you did, but you don't remember about being dizzy throwing up or passing out in a pile of garbage. Yeah. And the researchers think this could be one of the reasons why people become addicted to booze. They like that alcohol helps them forget about all the bad stuff that they're dealing with. They think it's nothing but good times. Yep. Man, remember this and this and this and this? And then you got to tell your drunk friend, uh, yeah, but did you you did this. What? Well, the I fact did? That they, if the fact that they could get down to this and kind of pinpoint what what causes alcoholism, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, a breakthrough. That's it's a landmark thing. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, think about what you just said. People drink a ton of booze because they like the way that it makes them feel good and forget about their problems. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily consider that a breakthrough. I mean, that's of course that's why. Yeah, but if they a can lot figure out the, ke- the, the how chemicals chemically, behind it, how yeah. chemically imbalances. Yeah, how I understand chemically that. That affects your brain, and actually could pinpoint what what's out of whack as far as the hormones go and what part of the brain it affects. I think that stuff is very important. Well, and also personally, it helps out with your self esteem because you think you're just a drunk, you're just a boozer, you're just you know an alcoholic. Well, there's a chemical reason behind it. It's not you. It's not your personality. You know what I mean? Well, I think all of that plays yeah, but, into you know, well, right, but combined, it's, it's but a perfect ha- storm. Right, but you have uh, you have more um, education behind it so you don't feel so bad about yourself is what I'm saying. Sure, you can look at it that way. Yeah. Speaking of beer, there are, what are there, approximately uh, 400 million craft breweries in this country? <laughs> I believe that. 400, right around 400 there. million yep. craft breweries. Uh, and they're all searching for, you know, that weird gimmick that's going to make their beer stand out. And the latest is beer that tastes like... Mr. Peanut. I saw this. Oh. A bunch of my buddies in the, in the group text, and one of my buddies is allergic to peanuts. He goes, great, now a beer that could kill me. Awesome. You know, last year, remember we did that Mojo Fest, the craft beer fest mm-hmm. last year? There was a brewery in town that had a peanut butter stout. It's, uh... To my four hands? Four hands. Was it four hands? Peanut butter milk stout, yeah. Yeah, they have that one and the, the blackberry one. I, I wasn't milk. I don't think it was peanut butter milk. I think it was because they have a chocolate it, milk stout. The, I think yeah. it was just straight up like a peanut butter. It's it's called. Pe- uh, um, let's see here. Yeah, the peanut butter ones, porter. The four hands ones is a is a peanut butter chocolate milk stout, that's and they it. have a blackberry version too. That's even maybe better. I was thinking of something else. There was just one that was like straight peanut butter, and it was good because it was like a back end of you know you taste the beer, but then on the back end you get some some kind of like peanutty flavor. Well, anyway, this um, this brewery in uh, in Illinois, Noon Whistle Brewing in uh, Lombard, Illinois, teaming up with actually planters to make a beer called Mr. IPA Nut. It's got Mr. Peanut on the can, and, and yep, it's it's got his signature peanut flavor in beer form. And Planter says their beer, quote, has unique citrus aroma, with a hint of honey roasted peanuts followed by a slightly salty finish. So I guess if you want to try this stuff, you have to go. I don't know where Lombard, Illinois is. But you have to go there. Never heard of it. And there's some stores in the area that's selling it. Yeah. Not our area, but around around wherever that brewery is. A lot of reviews for Four Hands Peanut Butter Chocolate Milk Stout is, 
It tastes slightly like peanuts at the end, and it's got a great, distinct, stout flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's probably what it is then. It's super, super I good. remember they ran out real quick. And not too much. The blackberry one is even better because it has a, a slightly... Well, slightly more subtle aftertaste. Also, there's a brewer that's sort of local, Murfreesboro, Illinois, that has a peanut butter cup stout. Mm. Oh, I'm going to try that. You know, I was at the brewery last night, the Anheuser-Busch Brewery, Mm -hmm. and they have some things. I mean, if you've been down to the beer garden before for one of our events or just just hanging out down there, they have a whole bunch of stuff on tap that they don't have Mm -hmm. everywhere, anywhere else, uh, especially in St. Louis. And they had one last night. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to text somebody over there and find out what it was. It was spectacular, and they had. You don't this, know what it was? No, and they had a Goose Island IPA that was new, and I I don't like. You know, IPAs you could grab typically. one of the growlers. I know, I know. And fill it up. I should have, I should have. It was, it was a Kolsch, whatever it is. If you're going down there, just ask them for the this newest Kolsch. I think it's brewed in in uh, in Houston. They got it up at just at the beer garden, and they got a Goose Island IPA that's not super IPA. The flavor is beautiful. Because sometimes they make this stuff. And, and they only do a couple kegs of it, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, Some yeah. Some like, li- like really limited things at yeah. the brewery. And he was telling us all sorts of stuff that they have uh, uh, coming this fall and this winter that will only be there at the beer garden. That's nice. Uh, Riz, here's a beer reviewer that uh, on that Four Hands. It's called Absence of Light. That's the uh, chocolate peanut butter stout. Uh, they say it's a slight bitter lemon hop up front, quickly moves to sweet chocolate, almost hazelnut, and then a more peanut butter taste at the end finishes sweet. Yeah, it's almost exactly the way I, I described it. There it is. So that's what it was. So yeah, it's good. It's good. And a finally, on that tip, you know, there have, been, been plen- there have been plenty of studies that have found that people think expensive wines taste better than cheap wines. But here's a twist. People also think wines made in foreign countries taste better than wines made in Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And a new study... Tested wines in two different ways. Some people tasted them blind. Some people knew where the wines were from. South Africa, Germany, Spain, Argentina, or Iowa, or Wisconsin. And the blind tasters liked the wines from Iowa and Wisconsin more. (laughs) The people who knew the wines they were drinking from, you know, from the Midwest liked them less and liked the imported wines more. Wow. It's just a bunch of BS. You know who's got good wine? Missouri. Great wine. Great wine here, dudes. Great wine. Great wine. My uh, my girl is a huge wine fan, and she's definitely uh, has a better palate for it than than I would say average. And her favorite is some box. It's some box. And dude, she was I totally took, right. I took some winery tour. I think up in Augusta. One of the I think it was Mount Pleasant years ago, and uh, they said, you know what? Boxed wine gets a bad rap, but it actually keeps it the freshest. Dude, it's so because good. Because there's no light. Light kills wine. And the bladder bags keep it fresh. Yeah, I've done it. Dude, I'll, I'll smash some Franzia, dude. I, I got no <laughs> problem with that. Yeah, I don't know what the brand is. It's, it's not Franzia. It's, um, I don't know what the brand is, but she's got like three three different boxes. And I, I'll be damned, dude. Uh, when I tried it, I was like, this really does taste better than the last couple uh, things I've had. And listen, I've been out with people that you know are smug wine people. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. It'd be a bunch of BS. Look at the legs on this thing. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't know there was more than Franzia. Oh, there's lots. There's a Boda box. There's a oh, know, there's a lot of boxes. We, we got that black box one. That was all right. Um, that oh, we got the Boda box. Man, Franzia uh, dark, gal- dark red blend is is ridiculously good. 
Ridiculous so good. Doesn't at, at Schnooks, there's this this is normally about nine bucks, but there's a red blend, which is the only kind that I like called black ink. It's fantastic. Isn't uh d- nine every bucks. every single package, every Franzia package, doesn't it make wine look so good? <laughs> you know, it's the pour with the little swoop yeah. in the glass. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just makes it look delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and that is your news brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Good news for the Blues. Last night, they scored four goals in the return to the Enterprise Center after a road trip, and that means you can get a dozen donuts for $5 today. Bad news, Columbus scored seven goals. Four against Jake Allen, three yeah, against backup Chad Johnson. Happens. Yeah, it was ugly. The Blues are off tonight. They take on the Blackhawks tomorrow night at Enterprise Center. Puck drop is at 7 p.m. Yeah, Tarasenko made some kind of quote after the game. I want to see if you could find it. It was almost like, we promised to give 110% on Saturday. Oh, I thought thought his quote was, does anybody still have Carter's number? No, the quote that he did, one of the quotes that he gave, it was, it feels like ish to play this way in front of our fans. Mm -hmm. And he said the word. He said What does that translate? Uh, He says, and we will prove that we don't have an ish team like it was tonight. It's not acceptable to lose like this at home. Yeah, he's right, guys. <laughs> I agree with everything he said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of... Uh, trust me, we'll put 100% out there on Saturday night against Chicago. And we'll prove that we don't have a crap team like it was tonight. But he used the S word. Ooh. Uh, the Red Sox are in L.A. tonight for Game 3 of the World Series. Red Sox won both games 1 and 2 in Boston. First pitch scheduled for 7. MLB announced the finalists for gold gloves last night, and some Cardinals are getting some recognition. First, Yadier Molina gets the nomination. If he wins, it'll be his ninth. And at second base, Colton Wong picks up a nomination. Uh, winners will be announced on November 4th. They were saying that uh, Harrison Bader was kind of robbed from getting a gold glove. Mm. Now, I, I heard more than one person really say that. I wonder if it was playing time. Maybe that's what. Yeah, I don't know. Does this break down in numbers? Numbers. Show me the it's all numbers. all about the numbers. Yeah. Um, no idea. Uh, the Houston Texans extended their AFC South lead last night. They won 42-23 to against the Miami Dolphins. That makes it five straight wins for the Texans. Everybody have the Texans? I did. Yes. All right, Texans. Would yep. you, who'd you have? I have the Texans. You have the Texans, Scott? All right, everybody's got the Texans. Damn it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, roll through some of these games for the Race Shell Pick'em Challenge. Eagles, Jaguars. Go ahead. I have the Eagles. Birds of Prey. You got the Jags? I'm going Jaguars. Every time I go with cats, they. I'm not good. Not this week. They I'm lay going down. Eagles. Not this week. I'm going Jaguars. It should be a Jaguars win then. Birds of Prey. I, I hate. I hate that pick. Yeah, me too. Seahawks, Lions. I'm going Seahawks. Uh, I, I went. I, I went lions. I did pick cats there. That's a that's a that's a big Seahawks cat. for me. Damn it! What about the Giants? Redskins. What Redskins here? Oh, Washington. The Giants Redskins. are terrible. Redskins. Redskins. Uh, Jets. Bears. Man, the Jets. They play well when they play good teams. Yeah, the Bears. I went Bears here. It's at home. I went Bears too. I went Bears. Uh, Ravens. Panthers. I went Panthers. Panthers. And I don't like that pick either. I'm going Panthers. Same here. Panthers. How about the 49ers-Cardinals? Oh, the snooze game of the week? I went uh, 49ers here. I went to Cardinals. 
I went Cardinals. I went Cardinals. Yeah, that's All a scary right, logo. There we go. I don't know what a 49 is. Will the Rams lose for the first time this week? Uh, no. I thought about it, but I went Rams. Yeah, Rams. Uh, my, my strategy this uh, this week, with the exception of the Eagles game, is pretty much mammals. I got uh, mammals mm. backs. The reason I picked the Rams is because they're at home. I mean, I don't think they're going to go undefeated this season. Yeah. And if there's a team to beat them, Aaron Rodgers and the and the and the and the, and the Packers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're at home. They're at home. How about I mean, Saints Vikings? Animals. Saints. Saints. Vikings because they're at home. I actually did go Saints there too. And the Monday game is the Patriots and Bills. Bills, obviously. It should Not. be the Patriots. It should be the Patriots. <laughs> uh, looking on the bright side here, it's a very good time to be a fan of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Since LeBron bounced for L.A., tickets have been selling as as little as $2 a pop. And that suggests that tickets aren't selling very well. However, check this out. Average audience of a Cleveland Cavaliers game, 19,432. In L.A., 18,997. Yeah, when you put tickets on sale for $2. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, as expected, the Tiger Woods-Phil Mickelson $9 million winner-take-all match will air on pay-per-view, and it'll cost you $20. Uh, the face-off is happening on November 23rd, which is the Friday of Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, also here, when the Timberwolves said they were entertaining the idea of trading Jimmy Butler, they said that they at least wanted a first-rounder for him. The Houston Rockets are all in, and I mean all in, because they just submitted an offer that includes not one, not two, but four first-round picks for Jimmy Butler. Finally here, uh, outside of the confusion of the roughing the passer calls, people are saying that it feels like NFL officiating has been pretty good this year, like pretty spot on. And now the NFL is making some pretty, you know, st- I guess you could say stern decisions. They fired a ref for the first time since, like, the modern-day Super Bowl era. And they fired him, if you remember, that Browns-Chargers game where that dude was clearly in violation of a false start. I mean, ridiculously, and it went uncalled. That right there was this guy's uh, deciding factor. Now, it's not just that. They say that he's had some marks in his past as well. So, uh, the NFL has fired its first official in a while. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I believe our guest is in the building. Whitney Cummings. We'll be coming in next after the break. Back to the Riz Show. Our phone number is 3146Walker, 3146Walker. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. If uh if you're on the cameras, you you notice we have a guest. Oh god, am I on camera? You yeah. are on camera. Where is it? Right in front right of here. Is it inside right here, me? Right here. Oh hi. <laughs> That's oh, uh, Whitney Cummings. Hey. Hey. I wasn't prepared for a camera, sorry. Now you gotta realize. That radio is not just radio anymore. I know. It's all this other garbage that goes into it. I... You think I want to be on camera too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I didn't pull it together. Sorry, St. Louis. You look great. I, I agree. Like, I look like a monster. Every, I look like a no, monster you don't. every day. Don't do that. You know, they say, you know, the, the whole face or radio thing. Now that yeah. that's in the you garbage. Incredible hair. Thank you. You do. Mm-hmm. Who, or whoever's hair it is, it's incredible. We have, uh, I think it's, we won an award for best hair, right? Best, hair, best yeah. morning, morning radio Most, show. Yeah, yes. Your hairline is flawless. Thank you. 
It looks like I'm the cliffs of Ireland. I'm going to take that compliment and this. put it in my yeah, pocket. Yeah, that's great. You get to leave. This. We have to stay. Yeah, we don't need <laughs> from, now on, from now on, anytime anybody, hair can come up on the show in news. And in, I'm going to say gonna Whitney Cummings. Remember Whitney Cummings? I have the best hair ever. Whitney Cummings thinks I have the best hair Keep ever. Keep going. That's what I'm here, to just give you guys Keep ammo going. for fights later. Nah, yeah, you got it. Our self-esteem is here, but now it's getting up a little bit. You know, I notice, I want, I, whenever somebody comes in as a guest, I want to notice where they put their phone. Uh-oh. And your phone is right there, within well, within striking distance. Well, I was thinking about taking a phone because you guys have BB guns in here. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I obviously have to do an Instagram with that. So I was just <laughs> torn with it. So I kind of just put it here because I was indecisive. I think I normally would put it face down. Well, I, I'm just Same. I'm just curious about the distance between yourself and your phone. I mean, I'm f furious it's even two inches away. Are you addicted? Yes. Uh, yes. Hundred percent. So my, my phone is within striking distance too. I was talking to, and you're working. Uh huh. It's that it's okay if you're not, but the fact that you're doing it and working and it's too. It's in. not an eyesight though, so I have to I have to turn my body to see it. You have to swivel. I have to swivel to yeah. see it. Which so, is a workout for your abs, and uh -huh. they look great. <laughs> you know, you. rehabs are opening for cell phone addiction now, and is I that totally true? yes, and I totally should go. I talked to this neurologist about it because I was like, because I I just reach for it with it's like a tick, like mm -hmm. without even thinking. You know what you guys do when you just touch your yeah man no, what are you area, about? Man, man, and I never understood it. Like just subconsciously, guys will like do that, you know, uh -huh. and I, that's what I do with my phone. Hmm. I get it now. You're addicted, though. Totally. I mean, you, I mean you post on social media all the time. But it's also hard because it's also our business now, but so I never know. What part of it are you addicted to? The the misery that it brings? <laughs> like, the, the, the jealousy, the, the competitiveness, so, the, like, know, finding out you weren't invited to parties. Now, So now Apple, uh, the, the new uh, operating system, shows you where, like, the hours you spend. I purposely have not downloaded that feature because <laughs> I think it would be very bleak. Like it says, you know, like, 95% of the time you're on social media. Oh. That's bad. And, and, you know, it's like it's like 0.5% you actually use it to make phone calls. It gets really tricky. Oh, I, I don't ever talk on the phone. Um, uh, that's an assault. Um, <laughs> I It's tricky because in our business, it's like I'm doing this tour now. I'm working on a special. Like what I'll do now, it used to be, Twitter used to be funny, remember? Yeah. Before it was political. Yep. And you would put jokes on Twitter and see if they would get likes. You know, like, oh, I should like work on a mm -hmm. bit about this. So it's like, but now there's no way to audition new material. So I use Instagram, like the Instagram stories, or I'll be... At a comedy club and someone will film like a minute and I'll just put it on Instagram just to see how it's doing. Mm -hmm. And then if it gets like likes and a lot of comments, I'm like, oh, I'll make this like a bigger bit and I'll put mm -hmm. it in the Netflix special. You know, so it's also like a way to like workshop new material. Great excuse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rationalizing, <working>. minimizing. <laughs> this is how it starts. I, Riz, I just pulled mine up from last week. So you could do it like last seven days. Yeah. And the last seven days, I've spent 22 hours and six minutes on social media. Wow. Damn. Who do you follow? Everybody. Yeah, he Are does. you, do you... Uh, it, Five it, hours and 27 minutes a day I'm on my phone. You know what it is? Mindless it's, scrolling. Yeah. It's mindless that's, scrolling. That's 100% what it is. It's checking out, mindless scrolling. But it's also tricky because it's like, it's not like porn or something. It's like, these are people you know. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. know if that makes it less weird or more weird. It's like, I just mm -hmm. saw you. Yeah. Like, I'm friends with you. Why do I need to see yeah. your bagel? My favorite is when I'm in the <laughs> office or even in the studio here, and I go to Twitter and I scroll through the feed, and then I minimize it, and then pick up my phone and do the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I just, insane. I literally just. But did I think that. we're also in this shame culture. Is this show funny? Should I be oh, funny? Yeah. Uh, I mean, should not, I be? Being, should not I yet. be being funny here? Because <laughs> this went good. to a serious topic. No, but it's also like there's so much news now, and there's this like shame culture where if you don't know what just happened, you're like lame. You know, mm -hmm. people. Are, did you see what you know Trump just did, or did you see what uh -huh. Ariana Grande just did? And you're like, oh, yeah, totally. Like I feel like I have to be so up to date on news. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, that's, that's sure. what I want to ask you. So if we go to see you at helium 
either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Which are two shows tonight, two shows that tomorrow. Do I have to be up on the news to get some of your stuff? No, not at all. I don't talk about politics at all in my I'm new special. Not even special. politics. Current events. Mm, I talk about all the sexual harassment stuff happening mm-hmm. in Hollywood, like all that that big conversation. But no, sexual harassment's not really haven't heard topical. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What's going <laughs> on? Hasn't, with hasn't that? made it here yet. Yeah, uh, <laughs> As no, I walk into the naked years. bust and then <laughs> that's um, a mannequin. Well, yeah, let me tell you about the I'm mannequin. I'm triggered. Hashtag me too. I'm gonna me too that bust. We, uh, <laughs> I know, we were looking on Craigslist or something, and somebody was selling like like thirty mannequins for eighty bucks. I'd like to sit down and have lunch with that person. And I said it'd be a, it'd be a crime not to buy them. Yeah, it's kind of true. Um, I do like half an hour of this new special is about sex robots. Oh, really? So yeah, so just mannequins in general are kind of fascinating. Well, you know what it was? It was a J.C. Penny went out of business. Oh, is that true? So this oh, guy had them in his warehouse. So I'm like, eighty bucks mannequins are expensive. Is he single? He sounds like a real catch. Can you imagine waking up in the middle of the night, like oh. trying to find the bathroom and walking into eight, how many mannequins? It was, I had like 30 mannequins. 30 yeah. mannequins like in his garage. It's like, no, but I'm selling them. And there were some like half torsos. There were some like kid ones. Same it with was, sex robots. It was crazy, yeah. 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 Oh, no, sorry. Not the kid ones. So congratulations on your engagement, by the way. Weird, weird. Are you guys married? Who are you people? Yeah, we all are. Yeah. You're all married? Well, we're all with No, you're yeah. Not no uh-uh. musician. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but I, but I saw your engagement picture on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. On, uh, Never on in a million Instagrams. years. Yeah, I was here. Look at that. There I was is. at. Aww. What was the venue I was at a year ago for the book tour? Pantate? The pageant. I was at the pageant a year ago. So if any of you guys saw me, I was complaining about how, like, I'm never going to get married. Well, there you are. And then I'm back here and I'm like, hey, on, guys. On social media, <laughs> yeah. you know, your engagement picture. Yeah, so weird. I was so stressed out. Well, I was uh, telling them earlier that, uh, you know, when you you never know how you're going to react when a man proposes to you. And I had the sickest reaction. My first thought was, say no as a joke. No. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. See, that's why you're single. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's awesome, though. And I guarantee you wouldn't be with a guy that wouldn't appreciate that's that joke. That's what I thought. And so it, it, as soon as it happened, but he looked so nervous. Like, yeah, I of could course. Just, he, was like, uh, he was like shaking, and it was in the dirt, and there was a, yeah, horse, a horse there. There's a horse running around, and he's on the ground. It's very dangerous. Uh-huh. And so he was just sort of like... Um, he was kind of like frozen and then I stopped. It was like rebuffering stream when your computer freezes, you know, like I was like, uh-huh. don't make a joke. And then my brain was like, make a joke, make a joke. And I was like, don't make a joke. Yeah. Like I was in this thing. And then finally I was like, sure. And, uh, and then later I told him, I was like, I was going to say no as a joke. Wouldn't that have been funny? And he was like, no, oh. I always would have doubted this had right. you done that, you jerk. You see, if we're out with friends, and yeah. uh, let's say we're out with friends That's for cute. dinner, it's my wife and I and another couple, yeah. and they go, oh, let's talk about engagement stories. And I go, no! How did you do it? I, you know, <sighs> What? Did you throw it at her? I said, I know a lot of guys that got the ring and waited so long because they wanted to like make some deadline or make her birthday or make Christmas or something that uh, this is happened to two of my friends. And then um, she was like, well, when are you just going to propose a writing? He was like, I've got the ring. And just threw a ring. No, I, I might as well have. Because, you know, the, the other couple were like, oh, you know, we, you know, we rented a spaceship. We went to the, you know, the space station, watch, you know, watch the star go supernova. And I asked her to marry me. And let's let's hear about your story, Riz. I said, uh, I got down on one knee and said, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> How long were you? <laughs> we were together for like six, seven years. I'm going to BB gun you for that it's story. It, it's a regret. You had been together for seven years. Yeah. Um, and this woman moved here from New York to be with me. And you're still together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're uh, 13 years married. Wow. Mm-hmm. Where? How long did you have the ring before you proposed? About a week. 
Oh, that's it. It was burning a hole in my pocket. Okay, see, but that's interesting because I'm hearing a lot of guys that got it and they had to have it for like three months. And my guy was actually like, proposing is awesome because you feel like, you know, you're in like an action movie or you're like a, you're, you're like a jewelry heist dealer because he kept yeah. having to move the ring and he's got like a diamond in his pocket. He had to go through like airport security and like do all this stuff. He's yeah. like, it's the closest I'll ever be to like a spy. <laughs> no, I, th- I think I actually, um, it, it was a very short amount of time since I, when I got it and actually did, did you it. talk to friends or bounce it off anybody? No, no, yeah. No. Well, that's clear. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so, did you fight afterwards? Was she bummed? No, but she'll bring she it up every bummed. once in a while. She was bummed. I'm sure. I think she knows you well enough that there wouldn't be yeah. a hot air balloon and an orchestra and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know but I mean? seven yeah. years, it's hard. It's like, it's you're already married at that point. Yeah. Right? We were living together. It's kind of a mm-hmm. foregone conclusion. Yeah, and I think it was a lot of family pressure, too. Like, when are you guys going to get hitched? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was that in the back of my head, too. Right, 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 right. No, and then when did you, how long did you get married after? I'm trying to figure out how, how, how much time do I have? <laughs> About a year. Okay. Until, That's quick. Until the engagement That's fast. And, That's fast. And we wound up doing a destination wedding. Where? Jamaica. Cool. Yeah. Wow. The two families couldn't really get along as far as really? planning something. Because, you know, all our families are in New York. Okay. I didn't know. It, it's tough. You know, when you're one place, you want to do a party. Not Jamaica, New York. New York. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you get married at La- Jamaica, Queens. LaGuardia. Uh, no, we wound up, families couldn't get together and really agree on stuff. You know what? Screw it. We're going to get the place ourselves in Jamaica. Huh. If you got, we, you know, all-inclusive resort. If you want to come, here's where it is. You yeah. pay your own way. And we had about 30 people come out. That's not bad. It was, we had run But was it all, I'm always worried that destination weddings are always the weirdos. You know? No, it was, it was like the busy normal people can't yeah. make it. So like all the like weird no, like. Or how about people that aren't really into it, but it's like ah, eh, you know, we we'll turn it into a vacation yeah. too, and they're not yeah. really there. For no, you. it was all close because we, we have both had big families. Oh, that's good. You have a big Italian family. How were your vows? How'd you do? We had a Rasta guy. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot my, my wife. <laughs> My wife's family right. is, is... What is a Rasta guy? Well, no, here's... We had, and we had to find this guy. I don't think that's um, a preferred nomenclature. I don't know. Yeah, this feels he like I'm going to get in trouble. So so my wife's family is I'm about Jewish. to go real Megyn Kelly real fast. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a, we had a, 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 we had to have a Jewish ceremony. Okay. And we found like a Rastafarian Jamaican guy that was also doing Jewish ceremonies. He's, really, he's got the, the market he, cornered. He just went on YouTube. And, Probably. And, and, yeah, like, that, that's not a I don't person. Care. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. So like, we got I'm gonna say this How to do a Jewish ceremony. Say shalom. <laughs> yeah, oh, you step on the glass shalom, and you do the glass and thing. And then do you not, if you do a destination, this is always my question, because I'm just trying to figure out what this invoice is going to look like. <laughs> if you do a destination wedding, do you also do a honeymoon? No. Because you're already on Well, one. technically, I think you're supposed to. And here, Mr. Romance. Who pays for all this? Romance for Mr. Me again. Uh, hey, we never went on a honeymoon. Yeah, we did. We got married in Jamaica. Oh, see, I, I'm kind of with you on that, actually. It's just sort of how many, you know, islands are we... Yeah, what else, what else are we going to do? Yeah, why you can't go to have, get married in Jamaica and then go to Barbados. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, the yeah. wedding took up, what, a couple hours? Yeah. And the rest of the time, we're on vacation. Yeah. I like you. You're very matter of fact. Yeah, that's. I like that. Again, I'm also again, the guy. You get uh, to leave. What are you going to tell? Haircut? Oh, yeah. Haircut. My wife and I are very honest with, with each other. Oh, I would hope so. Like I'm not a beat around. You the don't bush. get points for that. I'm, you know, I'm not a. I don't. I don't want to play games. Yeah. Like just tell You're me. You're married. The I know. The and games this was, are over. And this you was lost. The way, this was the way we worked. You know, <laughs> even before we were married, it, uh-huh. it's very open and honest. Yeah. Like, hey, how do I look in, the, in these clothes? You look like crap. Are you going to go out that way? Yeah. Uh, wouldn't you rather like if you went up to your your fiance uh-huh. and said, "How do I look in this?" 
He's an art director, and he's very like. Will he be blunt? He's very yeah. He's he's gentle yet blunt. We've been through this because I want someone that tells me the truth, but I don't. I want it to be packaged in a delicate. See, that's my problem. Way. Is the delicacy. The package right. is your problem. I always yes. want to know the truth, but I just want it. I don't want it to be like you look like garbage. I want it to be like you know what? That's you. You know you can. That's unflattering on you. It doesn't do you justice. Thank you. Yeah. I just want yeah. to hear it in a yeah. way that's, Thank you. that's somewhat yeah. elegant. Thank you. So if she cooks a meal and... It's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. That's my, my say issue. Say what you mean. Mean what you say, but don't say it mean. It's, you know, hey, I just made this. What do you think? And I'd say, you know what? This is crap. I, I don't like it. I think the way she to say it... She made food and you said that? Yeah. Oh, my God. You yeah. can't do that. You know what you say, whether that's it's verbal outfit or food, you say, it's not my favorite. This isn't the 50s. Yeah. I, and, and But she gives it back, though. Okay, like she, but she'll throw well, back. Her feelings are hurt. <laughs> but but not not even in that case. So okay, she makes you dinner that you don't like. Yeah, let's practice here. Nom 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 nom. How is it? Not good. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but is it not good? Or are you being a brat? No, it's not good. If I like it, I go. Mm, this is great. I don't want the off chance of her making it again. <laughs> yeah. So so what you can do is you can is you can just say you like it, and then next time. Suggest something else. What if I come home and I had a couple oh, therapists your, tell me I this. made your favorite dish. <laughs> you liked it so much. How bad could it be? I mean, it's. I mean, she, how bad a cook? Is she listening? She's hey, girl. A, she's a you know a health, a health food person. Oh, so it's not that it's bad. It's just not garbage food. Yeah, I mean, I don't like something called nutritional yeast in anything. Nutritional yeast is very good on baked. The fact potatoes. that I even know that is <laughs> yeah, disgusting. It's like butter. It, if it's hot, it's like buttery. Yeah. Garbage. But if you didn't know it was called that, you would like it. Uh, if she I could just sneaks, she sees she, she okay. I'm realizing what's happening. You're too honest with each other. She should lie to you about what's in the meal. Maybe that's <laughs> and what you is. would think it was better. The worst I did, and I and I wish I could take this back. That's what I did with my guy. Is that when I told him like, hey, this is like dairy free, soy gluten free. He's like, I don't like it. But if I was like, this is dairy. If I just lie to him, he's like, this is delicious. It's like psychological. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When you think something's healthy, you think it tastes mm-hmm. worse. I think. I'm starting right. to get okay with the gluten free stuff. Yeah. I'm trying. To, I'm starting to get past that. Yeah, mental, she just wants you to live longer. This is a nice mental this thing. Is, yeah, uh, the she's worst, saving you money in future yeah. doctor. The bills. worst thing I did, and this is very on PC. And forgive me. I'm gonna. I'm this I, disclaimer right now. Forgive me for what I've done. You wear blackface when you eat. I her. did not. <laughs> <laughs> when you eat her, your nutritional yeast. When a woman cuts her hair uh-huh. short, I, I understand it's a very emotional time in somebody's life. Did she cut her hair short? And I listen. I've even opened up the obituaries and seen like pictures of women's hair, like you know, R.I.P. hair. <laughs> is that real? No. Oh, but that's funny. But at this I was point, like, you believed it, thing? didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> I was like, I'm, if I had a bad hair, I regretted. That's a funny thing to do. To so cope. she cut her hair short, and uh, how short? It pretty short. Like your hair? Uh, no, a little, a little, a little longer. But it was, it was short. Like, short. like basketball coach, lesbian basketball no, coach. No, no, and that, and that brings up my next point. Like how? Whose hair? Like, I would say I would say it was close. A little to, longer than mine. Yeah, huh. a little longer than mine. I'd have to see it. But I it mean, was her a, hair, like a, it was a stark change, though. It was. A, it was. It? A, it was. A, it was a dramatic change from you know shoulder length hair to you know. Okay. Something else. Okay. Did you have a kid? <sighs> I think we had one kid though. <laughs> yeah. But no, sorry. I thought you were trying to remember if you had kids. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I have the boy and the girl, right? Had something just happened where, like, she needed her life to be easier? Maybe. I didn't think about that. Okay. But she came home. Because when a woman does that, it's something happened. It's a life change. Yes. Like a it's life. a huge. It, it, I think it was around the time my son was born. So yeah, yeah. A lot it, it might have because a lot of times when you have a, your first kid, it's just doing your hair. You just don't have time. Right. You know what I mean? 
So women can I, pick I women easy. It was it was it was right after your daughter was born. Uh, was it? I'm looking at the timeline here. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, I, f- I found I is... found a, a photo of it. Yeah. Oh, it's adorable. Oh, she's such look a cute dis- little look pixie. Look how disgusting I am. <laughs> anyway, the fact that you have any notes on her appearance and that is I, your wife. And here's what I said. Okay. She came again. Forgive me for okay. what I'm about to say. Okay. You're forgiven. Okay. She came home and she said, "What do you think?" I said, "Ah, as long as you don't comb it like a lesbian, it's fine." <laughs> but you're kind of being funny, also. Did you say tongue in cheek? No, no, no absolutely no. That was not tongue in cheek. So that it's was... about the line reading. If you had done it with some levity, <laughs> yeah, it's about that was should have had a table read first. It should have been a table read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's tricky. It's the first I, okay, thing that can came I, out. Can I make you feel better? Uh, my guy, he did one that it, it, it it's I'm still not over it. I had a book come out. And the, they sent all the photos, you know what I mean? And he's like an art director. Uh, so he was like helping me with it. And he's like, oh, well, let me do some Photoshop on it. And I was like, why? why? <laughs> and he's like, just to get rid of the crow's feet. And I was like, oh. the what? Yeah, and, like, and your fiance works for Vice. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So he's like very good at this kind of stuff. And I, and I mean, he didn't, it was just... And by the way, I absolutely was like, yes, please do that. But <laughs> never tell me you're doing it and never say crow's feet in my house about me at all. Um, but it's like, you know, yeah. he wasn't trying to be malicious. Yeah. And it was one of those that came out and I wish I could Right. Take as it. soon like, as it comes oh, out, you're like, oh, man. where do I yeah. sign these divorce oh, papers? And I know it was like <laughs> devastating. It was. Oh, that's a bummer. She had just born your second offspring. Yeah. So I just threw some jewelry at her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of it. No, she'll still remind me. The haircut's very cute, though. It's it's you just don't get it. Yeah. No maybe, offense. Maybe it's like been, this maybe is like a, a hipster day. Brooklyn like pixie like hipster girl. Yeah, look. maybe out of bed. That's like it's a kind of like what Kaylee Cuoco did on the big yeah, game totally. That's and like people super, went crazy. Yeah. For that's it, super in. Yeah. Like her. I, I know, and she looked great. I imagined <laughs> like a Janet from Three's Company. <laughs> Like weird, you know what I mean? Baby oh, yeah. birds nest. No, no, no. She, and bangs. she looks great. And and yeah, yeah. She's since grown it out. It's tricky. <laughs> I think. I wonder why. I mean, it's it's tricky. I've never been married. I've never been. I mean, it's a tricky balance. And my uh, the therapist that we go to, she talks about like restraint of pen and tongue. Like you don't have to tell your spouse everything. Mm-hmm. You we know? actually have a show therapist, by the way. Do you? Oh, cool. Yeah. No, there's times where it's just like, you know, I'll be like, oh, that, because, you know, I'll cast actors sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'll be like, oh, that guy's really hot. And he's like, don't need to hear that. Like, <laughs> you know, and he'll say things Use like, that girl's, words. that girl's in crazy good shape. And I'm like, just think it. Just think it. <laughs> yeah. You keep that. Just think it. I think the key to a healthy relationship is just knowing when to just shut your mouth. Yeah, that's my issue. You know? But again, she throws but it's it, what makes you so good she, at your job. She it's, throws it back at me too. So it, it's, and it's, it's why a good, you, you can stay together. You know, she yeah. can handle it. But it's like I think it's tricky because like the thing that makes you so good at your job makes you terrible once you get home. Mm-hmm. I have to do it too. Like I'll come home from three stand-up sets and I'm just like roasting, roasting, and he's like, "Whoa, yeah. like, <laughs> put the mic down, bitch." He's like, "Yeah, yeah. I did not pay for a ticket to yeah. see you. Like take it down or not." And these guys have been out, you know, when my wife and I are kind of going at it, and she gives it as good. As, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it works out. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, please. Um, so now that you're engaged, mm-hmm. and wh- when are you, you going to get married, actually? I can't, I'm not even, I have to shoot a special, which is basically like planning a wedding. You are have to get a venue. Are you going to do a prenup? Yes. Okay. Of course. Yeah, not because I think, you know, just because, why not? It's like getting insurance, mm-hmm. right? Did you bring it up first, or did he, mm-hmm. or is it just like, hey, this is something, I mean, you're very uh, successful. 
you know, a writer. Very. I mean, you know, the stand-up stuff. Yeah. Ridiculously no, I just, it's successful. It's just, I, I saw four divorces by the time I was 15. Like, I've seen so many acrimonious, nasty divorces. Some of my girlfriends do. It's just like, we leave what we came with. But how many times have you, as a comic, made jokes about other people that are very successful, they got married and went, ah, we don't need one. I mean, yeah. it's crazy not to. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times, uh, it's crazy not to, I agree. No. I mean, but we, it's been a year and a half, we're not going to get married for another year, you know, like, you know, I yeah. I don't come from money, so for me, it's like, this money is yeah, mine. But now you have right. money. This yeah, is yeah. my, and I'm also, I'm not merging bank accounts, I'm not doing any of that stuff. Are you supposed to do that? Uh, some uh, do, some don't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> some huh? do, some don't. I'm not like penurious with money, but I, I have a scarcity no, We complex. share everything. Yeah, see, I don't do that. Well, although, although when we got together, I, I mean, I was living off instant mashed potatoes. Aw. So, you know. Nutritional yeast. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> I hate to break this to you, but Stop it's the it. same dehydration Stop process. Stop ruining um, my hate. I don't know. I just, I, I've, I've never thought through this, but I would definitely do a prenup. Just, I don't, I just don't see why not. Yeah. So y'all so haven't talked about it. It feels crazy not to. We've talked about it. Like we, it's, we talked about it like when we first met, like on one yeah. of our first, second dates. Like I remember, because I my thing now is like I've just been around an, a, lo a long enough time to I bring everything up in the first like three dates. Mm -hmm. Do you want kids? What's your deal? Where do you want to live? And I, I'm not sure how prenups work. Uh, but I mean, they there, kind of don't. There's ways around all of them. Are there different clauses? Yes. Like if, if he cheats. Oh, yo, or it gets cheat, so tricky. I know a bunch. Of, I know a couple there. that broke up because of the prenup process. Because, and that's what I'm saying. Well, you find it? out so wow. much. No, they didn't get through it because you oh find out gosh. so much about. Um, the other person's value. So it's like, if we have two kids and you cheat, I get the kid. And you're like, no, you're the one that's going to cheat. I wouldn't cheat. Yeah, that's, if anyone's going to cheat, it's you. And you're like, what? Right. Like, you know, well, you cheat on your life. And then all this stuff comes to the surface. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, I didn't realize you had that resentment. You know, and then it's like, well, if we have two girls, we're not having girls, we're having boys. And you're like, <laughs> who are you? You know, like, just like the weird stuff that comes yeah. up, you know? Um I know a lot of people, but there's standard ones from what I understand, but then you you have to get into the nitty gritty yeah. about it. You know, and I, I think that kills some of the romance. And I have one friend who the day she was getting married, there was a holdup because of the prenup <sighs> and there was like some clause and I had to get on the phone with her lawyer because I was trying to protect her from it, you know, and they were like, it's getting held up because Mark, uh, wants to put in a cheating clause oh and i was God. like what like this is like that if she cheats something and i was like and then i just had to confront him about it i was like dude why do you want to put this in the prenup he's like i don't know i saw it in us weekly uh <laughs> <laughs> like Catherine zeta jones got it for and it was just like oh like this is where you're it not was, famous it was, in the, it was in the article next to the who wore it better yeah right? totally it was like i think prenup you just read about it with celebrities so you just assume yeah. like dude you're not michael douglas take it down a notch yeah. you know what i mean and you're not you know so uh yeah i would definitely do it because I, I also think it's like it would make me love him more, like just the coolness of Do being. Do you get able separate to lawyers for that? I don't. Yeah, I, I you have, have to no get separate wow. lawyers. You get separate lawyers. It's yeah. pretty gnarly. That's intense. Yeah, that's intense. Especially if you live in California, every because California is gnarly. Half and half. But like I have a house. Yeah, it's like I have animal. I also have to make a will. That's a whole other thing. You have to make like a will together. Have you done that? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, with the kids. That's intense because you get a will as got, soon as you have kids. Yeah, well, yeah, I got the two kids. Who gets your kids if you both die? Me. You? Uh, my brother-in-law. <laughs> the my, guy with the BB gun? My brother-in-law gets, you know. Oh, that's, do you have to ask him first? Uh, I did. Uh-huh. I did. Like, uh, ask permission? And I think there was a little butthurt on my side. Oh. Going, hey, why, uh, we're not good enough? Oh, so he didn't get, do you want his kids? No, no, I mean, like, so my side, so my brother-in-law... It's my wife's side. Oh, got it, yeah. So on my side, I think my brother was like, my brother was like, uh, hmm, why, 
Why not why'd me? You, yeah. Why'd you pick him? Oh, yeah. Why did you pick him? Because he's got a bigger house. Got it. Uh, Simple. <laughs> you want he's got Xbox to be 360. Got he's got more money in a bigger house. There so you go. Easy. You can visit him anytime. So I had someone say they were going to leave me their dog, and I said no. Is that weird? No, not at all. Okay. I was I, like, please don't. a crappy don't. dog. Yeah, I was like, please don't. I'm good. Your dog's whack. I don't want a dog. Your yeah, I just was whack. like, I have, I, well, I'm at the legal limit but currently, but uh, <laughs> I, that's the only time I've ever had that happen. And I had someone ask me to be a bridesmaid and I said no. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I don't even know the person. That's the weird thing of when you start getting on TV and stuff, you start getting cast at weddings mm-hmm. of people you don't even know. I was just going to ask if this was somebody that was Totally. Like, you it's know, like, we, uh, you, hey, you were mean we to me in high school. We've never been friends. Now all of a sudden you want me to be your bridesmaid mm-hmm. and like give a speech at your wedding. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. Do you find that's happening now that, you know, they figure out what you're doing? Oh, I went to high school. Oh, yeah. That used to happen all the time, but they've, everyone's, yeah. You no shut one. it down pretty quick? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not on Facebook, so I don't Oh, you, you don't Facebook? Huh? No. I mean, my assistant has a face does a Facebook like fan thing. Do Instagram. I'm, we've been over this. What I'm do you think about Instagram. this idea of, uh, you know, a lot of people getting screwed from some of the past stuff they posted on Instagram or Correct. Facebook or or you know, Snapchat or yeah. whatever, Twitter. Yeah. Do you think there should be one day where there's a purge where we all kind of get a start new? Where it's like the clock starts now. Well, because, I mean, taking an old tweet and putting it into a new context is a little bit tricky, you know, especially with all the sexual harassment stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like like unearthing a tweet from five years ago that's like, you know, I smacked this girl in the ass and then being like, he's a rapist. It's just like, okay, whoa, 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 guys. So I'm saying, let's you know? just, can we just start fresh? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's tricky because there's a lot of people that have been monsters for a long time. And to go like, see, this is not, yeah, I, and mean, that's Roseanne, I mean, Roseanne, it was like, this is, I hadn't, I didn't follow her. So I just didn't know, you know, and I was like working on the show. And everyone was yeah, like, I mean, you were producing and yeah, writing. Yeah, and everyone was show. like, and then someone was like, oh, she's got like a, she's like lame about trans issues or something. And I was like, really? Like, I just didn't follow her. And then I went back to her old stuff and I was like, oh, no. Like, mm. you just scroll. And I was like, oh, well, there's the proof's kind of in the pudding. So that's yeah. like that kind of situation, I think, no. But other people that have tweeted something benign five years ago, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden in this new context seems bad. Like, look at the guy, look at James Gunn, the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, right, right, right. Who's right. St. Louis guy. Right. Uh, you right. know, they went back, what, 10 years and he had some pretty well, kind that was of- like the alt-right did it or unearthed those or something? Was that what happened? Yeah. It was like everything. I mean, it was across the board. Go for him. I'm just curious. It's like going after like an esoteric director is kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a great why, question. Why were they mad know. at him? What did he do? He tweeted some kind of weird kind of creepy stuff where he, he had put stuff on Twitter for shock value. Ages ago, but what did Ten he? Year, well, what did he do? Why did Ten they go after him, him now? now? Why him? He because he, he a was one name? person that had had screenshot them, and one person he made a comment, and he I think James Gunn had made a comment like it's crazy how some people are just thrown under the bus without even getting a chance to defend themselves, and they they replied back to that and said, oh, do you mean like you were on these tweets and boom posted it and then it exploded. So he's like very left wing or something. Is I can't why? remember exactly. Because it's like, I'm so interested said. in Hollywood, like, James Gunn. I, I'm Like, the idea that people know James Gunn. I mean, you're Saint, he's mm-hmm. from St. Louis. John Goodman's also from St. Louis, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Did I ever t- oh, my God. I have to tell you guys this story where um, I, when I was working on Roseanne, John Goodman's like my hero, mm-hmm. right? And I would get so nervous around him. And when I'm around him, I just start lying by accident because I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's the only celebrity this has ever happened with. And I had just done a tour, and I had come... And St. Louis was on my tour last year when I was doing like a book tour. 
but I, I saw him and I was going to St. Louis the next week and he was like, where were you this weekend? And I was like, oh, and I just got nervous and I was like, oh, Florida, New York, you know, Pensacola, St. Louis. And he's like, I'm from St. Louis. Where'd you stay? And I was like, <laughs> and I realized I had not been there yet. I was going to St. Louis and I just didn't want him to think that I was like being a nervous wreck. Yeah. So I basically um, started like making up fake hotels. Like I was like, oh, I'm at that Sher the Sheridan. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll listen. He was like, there's a Sheridan in St. Louis now? And I was like, yeah. Which is, hey, listen, you can throw out Red Roof any guy. Literally. No, but then he was like, well, where are you performing? And I was like, the Majestic. <laughs> That's always kind of a theater and everything. He like, He's like, where's that? And I was like, it's like downtown. He's like, oh, like it started making him feel bad. Yeah. Because he's like, God, I guess I'm so old. I don't even know. All the news. <laughs> I don't know how often I got to get back, back home. Yeah. yeah oh, I literally. And then he was like, oh, man, I got I to gotta get back. I, I don't know how often he comes back here. Oh, really? He lives in New Orleans, I think, mostly. Yeah. yeah. I, think I, the saw most him, I saw him after the tornado. That oh, tornado cool. that happened just a couple years ago, he was up here because it hit his bar. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, yeah down in South County. So he, oh, cool. he, he went to school in Afton, right? He was a part owner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's, I mean, he's he's got a couple of different businesses here, and he, he, I mean, probably spends more time than anybody knows. That's cool. He comes back. Yeah, I think yeah. the most and famous he's, he's St. Louis super person now is, is John Hamm. Oh, cool. Mm, I didn't yeah. know that. St. Louis' own John I Hamm. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he's from St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Where in St. Louis? Uh, was it, is he a U City guy? Uh, well, it's him. Know. Ellie Kemper's from here. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, Jenna Fisher. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. I think half of the office is from here. Oh, yeah. that's so What's cool. What's it, Sterling K. Brown? Sterling K. Brown's oh, from here. Oh, cool, yeah. We, we got on the screen behind you some of the stuff James Gunn wrote. My best Twitter. friend from high school is from St. Louis. She went to Country Day. Oh. I know, she's are fancy. Just, are you just throwing that out? Yeah, no, it's way, I'm assuming that's a Country Day. She went to Majestic High School. She went to Majestic High School, yeah, Country Day. No, she grew up on South Warson Road. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. where, yeah, yeah, I remember writing she's her Christmas She's got a nicer cards. car than me. Rich she lives in L.A., yeah. John Hamm? From Creve Corps. Oh, that's where we're there from. That's go. where we are right now. Um, uh, okay, so why, what's the thing that made them come after? The best thing about, oh, that's not great. Yeah, those are the James Gunn tweets. And this Gun is, tweet this, is this this one here That on was the in left 2009. Is, is without context. Like, that would, he would just, like, randomly post that at 342. Boom. But there is a context because it was in 2009. I mean, look, I don't know. It is a weird thing to send at 342, but yeah. uh, it's like, well, it's like <laughs> where, what's your schedule? <laughs> um, so oh, man, curious. it's almost 730. I so better do something. So curious about your day. Uh uh, the Expendables is on it. He did yeah. come out yeah. and say that he yeah. was trying to do yeah. shock comedy. He was yeah. Before be he was known for anything, he was trying to break in in any yeah, way he could. Yeah, I just think in general, if you're not a comic, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, stop like, trying. leave it to the pro. I mean, I love James Gunn. I'm a fan of his work. Well, what it's do you just think about like, yeah. when people are like, I was trying to be funny. It's like, well... We now live in a time where, you know, texts, tweets don't convey tone. And if a joke isn't funny, it's not a joke. Yeah. That's well, how it works. Leave the comedy to the comics, That's right? right. That's I keep right. telling Jeff, leave the gynecological work to the comics. <laughs> there you go. See? <laughs> what am I going to do with all these gloves? But it's like, I mean, I get in fights with my dude all the time where he, he'll say something. He'll be like, it's a joke. And I'm like, I know how jokes work. Yeah. Jokes would mean I'd be laughing right now. So <laughs> well, a joke that doesn't land is an, either an insult or a lie. So what do you think about Roseanne's tweet? The one that she sent? Yeah, that got her you know, canned. She's an idiot. Yeah, it was pretty. What are you doing? You have you employ two hundred people. Stop yeah. it. It's not a joke. That's not funny. No one's like you know. I mean, I well, it's also it's like leave the comedy to the com comics. And if you're a comic, like leave the politics. About, you know, it's just like yeah, everyone I, I, wants to be a pol everyone who's not a comic wants to be a comic. Everyone who's not a politician wants to be a politician. It's just like if you're Roseanne, stop tweeting about Valerie Jarrett. Unfortunately, Twitter doesn't have the "Are you sure?" 
Yeah. Before you. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. I just thought it was totally out Some of line. And if that. you want to tweet stuff like that, fine, but don't do it while you're, you know, you're basically the livelihood of 200 people yeah. rely. If you yeah. want to take big swings like that, Absolute, go for it. Absolutely. Just don't do absolutely it. I agree with that. Just don't just stop. Like, I mean, it just, it's so frustrating. And I went through trying to get her off Twitter. And like, I mean, she had posted, she had retweeted the most insane thing. I, I mean, like, that wasn't it. even the craziest thing. I mean, it was like so crazy for so long. Not, it's not even just about the politics thing. It's like, think about you do this and this could happen. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a chess match. Yeah. Like if you make this move, but, this could possibly happen. I mean, happen. it's also, you know, I think this is also kind of a reckoning for like, you know, that generation as well of understanding. Like I find it too, sometimes when I send a tweet or something, I don't really even know where it's going. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> they just also, she didn't know. I think that like, it's this time where, um, they now under, I think older generations now understand Twitter is just news. You're just giving news headlines mm-hmm. to journalists. This isn't just you tweeting out to your followers. You're followed by bloggers and journalists and the New York Times. Like you can't just do that anymore. Yeah. You Especially know? her when, you know, the show had just, you know, come back on the air. It was huge. By the way, and you took a call from Trump, which, you know, which was tricky because then he sort of put his stamp all over the show, which was frustrating because we worked so hard to make it like down the middle, you know, not biased. It wasn't to the right. It wasn't to the left. It was like mm -hmm. balanced, you know. I took to Twitter after watching that first episode and I said, man, the old show is back. I got the same Aww. feeling because, I mean, uh, I watched Roseanne religiously when I was Aww, a kid with nice. my family. Yeah, that's nice. And it was just, look, even if you are, you know, pro-Trump, that's fine. But we didn't, we were just trying to make a show that was about what happens when, you know, people vote differently in a family. Because that's what I was seeing. I was seeing families yeah. being torn apart, you know, and we thought that was so interesting. So when she took the call and made it all about that, it just kind of like... Was like undermined all the work we had been yeah. doing for eight months to make it balanced, and um, and then to send that it's just it's ungrateful, it's selfish. It's, Did you leave before or after? I had left before, that, left tweet. before that. Yeah, yeah, because there were other tweets that were just like, "What do you? You can't do." It, I I just knew Did the house see, was on fire. Did you see it was gonna? It yes. was Eventually, it was yes. gonna happen. Yes. So, what do you think about the Connors coming back? I think it's great. Good for them. I mean, they saved a bunch of jobs. Like, I yeah. love Sarah and John Goodman and Laurie Metcalf, and like, good for them. I mm-hmm. hope people, you know, people are watching it, and I hope people like it. I just wish the show was just more about John Goodman's character. I want I want to see Dan and Jackie. That's it. Yeah, yeah they're the best. I just want to see Dan and Jackie. They're I don't the care. best. I don't care about the other character. Oh, <laughs> see that you're too blunt. I just it just happened. Yeah, that's it's that is um you said <laughs> no, all why good don't you, why don't you stop say, there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um but you know, I don't I don't maybe I'm just running my mouth. I you know, I mean, look, Roseanne should I mean, we live in the land of free speech. You should be able to say whatever, but it's yeah. also you have to understand the company that pays you main product is a cartoon mouse. Hmm. Like, you can't work for that. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. You yeah. know what I mean? The entitlement of, like, I work for Disney. It's the and, house of the mouse. And I want to be able to do, you know, these edgy, crazy, you know, it's like, you got to pick one. Yeah. You know, and I think it's, it's you have to be, it, I just, it's also like comics, I think sometimes forget, like, where you're a business and you're working for a business mm-hmm. and you, you know, you don't get to do things like that. Or yeah. you do, you're just going to get fired. And you can't yeah. be shocked when you get fired. Well, it's crazy that you saw the writing on the wall, like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is this is gonna go. I mean, south I was at some never, point. I was never gonna stay as you know. I just wanted to work on that show because the election had just happened, and you know, everyone was trying to make sense of it, and I was just so fascinated by how you know um, everything kind of went down and how we got elected and and what was going on. Because in Hollywood, we just completely ignore the working class. We mm-hmm. completely ignore. We don't tell those stories. Like it gets so elitist, and you know, that's not the kind of work that I like to do. The two broke girls that I did were about you know two yeah. girls trying to make ends meet and mm-hmm. trying to start their own business, and so um, I really wanted to do a working class sitcom in Roseanne. 
Sands inspired the sitcom that I did on NBC. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't going to stay for a long time because I knew I had to do a special and do my other stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once it started getting that, I was just like, I can't, I gotta. You know, just back to her tweeting real quick. It's not like she was the first person that ever got in trouble for tweeting something dumb. No. So, and she didn't know? No. no. Yeah. By the way, though, I, the ambient excuse, I do kind of buy that. Why? I've been shouting about night crimes for a long time. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. I used to eat, Before, like, cans of raw peas on Ambien, but I never, it never made me tweet I was, stuff. I was given a- <laughs> The last thing I was get on the internet. I, just, I, I wouldn't do it. I just want to, like, eat pillows and- just But I was, so I was given a prescription for Ambien. I, is it something you're supposed to take every day? No, no. And, and, but that's what it came- Don't, don't. It, Lunesta. It, it, well, is weed's not legal here yet, is it? No, but uh, I, I do the melatonin. Okay. A melatonin spray. Yeah. But but I, I liked it so much yeah. that I actually, I'm like, oh my God, I could possibly get addicted to this. And I threw it away. The melatonin? No, the no. Ambien. <laughs> oh, it's so addictive. I, I threw it away. Oh, like, good for you. This is so good. I, yeah. I'm going to get addicted to it. I'm afraid of walking out of a window or robbing a bank. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been shouting about night crimes even before the Roseanne night thing crimes. for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have compassion for her, um, you know, because, you know. For many reasons. Is she a nice woman? You know, it's tricky. It's she really is. She really is. I think there's obviously more at play there. Well, why were you about ready to say it's tricky? What do you mean? Well, it's just tricky. It's like she's admitted to having mental struggles, you know, mm -hmm. and she's, you know, I uh I just I have compassion because I, I don't think that she would ever want to hurt anyone. I don't think she meant for that to happen, you know, but sometimes our demons her old stand up. I mean Roseanne's a genius. Uh, I'll listen genius. to that uh, Sirius channel, the comedy greats, mm -hmm. and they'll have some of her old stand-up yeah. gigs on there. She yeah. was hilarious. And and her jokes and her stand-up stuff still stand the test yeah. of time. Oh, no. Roseanne still is- Still relevant. No, now. I mean, she was, and it's, it's, it's I, I just, you know, I'm getting emotional because I just, it was so heartbreaking for me. She's my hero. Mm -hmm. You know, Roseanne is my hero. And I think that the show coming back had the potential to really like heal some really, this sort of insane, I mean, not, I mean, I'm not saying we could heal the country, but it was just part of a conversation that mm -hmm. was like, oh, you know, it was really holding a mirror up to these families that were being torn in half um, by all of this and a lot of the issues that the working class was facing. And I think it really had the opportunity to- Yeah, to, it's a bummer. To move the ball down the field in a positive way because so much media right now is so biased. Yeah. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's bifurcated. You're either watching Fox News or CNN and there's no in between. And this was like one show that was like, different people were actually watching with different points of View. Yeah, I was more bummed out than anything else. Yeah, I was. I'm heartbroken about it. I was. I was bummed out seeing that news, and you go, man. Yeah, it was just like I was like, I, it's interesting. I I didn't think it would be that bad. Like I was like, I know this is gonna be bad, not gonna end well. Do you think ABC made a you know too quick of a decision to let her go? I mean, it's a business. You know, if I'm the head of ABC, and again, my car, my roller coasters and theme parks are my children. I mean, children are what make that. I mean, but you got to take the gamble, though. Yeah. Of, and, and I guess Megyn Kelly's going through this right now with the mm -hmm. whole blackface yeah. thing. Is do you take the gamble of just having her off the air for two weeks and maybe coming back and people forget? Yeah, but she's lost credibility because what she said was wrong. So it's like I don't want to get my news from someone that doesn't know what she's talking the about. The fact of making one. So we do four hours a day, five days a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. But if you're going to talk about blackface, you're going to do, re if you know in the show the next morning, mm -hmm. you're going to talk about it, like, you can maybe do some research and you can, like, learn what it means, you know, and sort of, it's like, it's just tricky, but you're also a radio show host. You're not a news 
you know, mm -hmm. authority on what's right and wrong. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. supposed to know, she should know that. Yeah. She should know why mm -hmm. blackface is Although, offensive man, to people. We're, we're, we're all one tweet away it, from being done. And if she's going to say blackface wasn't offensive, then she needs to go, I understand the argument of why people mm -hmm. find it offensive, but she didn't even understand the argument of why people found it offensive. So once you're ignorant, it's kind of hard for me to now get my news from you. You've lost your authority. I also, I also kind of hate the first thing people go for is somebody's job. Yeah. Fire them. Yeah. But if, you know, you're a mechanic and my car explodes, you're fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? It depends mm -hmm. on what your job is. That's a and great what, point. And what the thing is that you did wrong. So if it's your job to be smarter than me and then I turn on the TV and you don't understand why blackface is offensive. But there's a difference between what you say and then you could possibly kill somebody. Sure, but here's what it is. If it, again, I think what what Megan is that? Her? Yeah, Megan. I was about to say Megan Fox. That was weird. <laughs> I should know what I'm talking about. Uh, is that when uh, what Megan Kelly did was she didn't have a comprehensive understanding uh -huh. of of other people's points of view. So then I'm like, well, you're biased and you're a news person and you didn't do your research. Yeah, and that's your only job. You had one job and you didn't do it. But that show she does for today, it's like a talk kind of, Yenta's kind of talking it up. Yeah, but she's thing. a news anchor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't know why this is offensive to half of the people in the country you're serving, like, you've just lost credibility. That's mm -hmm. all. There's mm -hmm. got to be other people out there that are next. There's so many people that deserve her job. You know, it's like, great, let's try somebody new. Well, if anything, she had the greatest agent in the world because she's, I think, walking away with 50 million. If, that's the other thing. If you're making 22 million a year, you should know why people are upset yeah. about blackface. <laughs> I think if she may walk away anchor. with $50 million. She had a no-cut clause. Yeah. Wow. Is that what they called it? A no-cut? Because they knew. Yeah, thought, they knew. Think, wasn't it closer? She said something to me. That was 70. Wow. Yeah. yeah, NBC News has confirmed Is she this fired? morning that they are in negotiations for her to walk. And how much she could walk? Could it doesn't. Walk away with? It doesn't say. At least I it's haven't like seen she it didn't make an elegant argument. Like if she, like I know many people, you know Joe Rogan. I know lots of brilliant people who could have that conversation. I mm -hmm. think in a much more um, provocative, interesting, um, thorough way. And she just didn't do that. Sixty-nine mil. Wow. Megan Kelly fired. We'll receive sixty nine million. Maybe she did it on purpose. <laughs> like you know, like the um, that was her contract. The guy in Mash. 69? Remember the guy in Mash who would like wear the dress every oh, day yeah, yeah. to try to. I think she just did it. She's like the easiest way to get fired right now is to just say blackface isn't offensive. <laughs> She's just like, wait a second. I just realized I had a no cut clause. Why am I still here? What am I getting up so yeah, early hey, for? Yeah, hey, blackface is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she's on vacation for sixty nine million bucks. Yeah, she's thrilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an easy. Gamble. Yeah. She just saw that someone won a billion dollars in the lottery. She's like, wait a second. Oh, I want mine too. I'm sitting on a lottery. Yeah, I if I just say that yeah. blackface is awesome. Uh, we could we could talk forever. Yeah. I, I know you gotta go. I gotta it's, go back to sleep. It's, I know. I'm sorry. It's very early. <laughs> yeah. For it's a well in LA it's what, almost seven o'clock? I don't yeah. know. You're making me do math? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have to go back to sleep. I have shows tonight. Yeah. Whitney Cummings tonight, 715, 945 at Helium, and tomorrow, 715 and 945. Thank you so much Thank for you so much for having yeah. me, yeah. guys. I really Thank appreciate you. it. Thank fantastic. you. And uh, next time you're back in, please... Uh, Please come to the show. I will. We, we would love Thank to have you, you again. Stop talking yeah. about your wife's hair. Just give her compliments. I know. It's a regret. The Rizzuto <laughs> Show. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Amco Ranger Termite and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. If you weren't uh, listening while uh, Whitney Cummings was in here, we did touch on the fact that it looks like it's no longer 
unconfirmed reports because NBC News on the Today Show actually said, yes, we are working on a separation deal with Megyn Kelly. Wow. Yeah, don't know any numbers unless anybody else has seen any numbers. But right, right now, the reports were $69 million. <laughs> Which is, isn't that her, that's the length of her contract, yeah. wasn't it? I think she signed a deal where she's guaranteed, no matter what happens, she's getting paid. Wow. And as far as where she might go after this, don't go thinking back to Fox News, because they've already come out and said, quote, we're extremely happy with our entire lineup. Yeah, now we're good. Yeah. In fact, the guy who replaced her, I think, is doing just as good, if not better, than what she was and as far as numbers go. Really? The guy, uh, the bow tie guy, Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. Geraldo Rivera, by the way, thinks that uh, he that she uh, deserves a break. He says that her comments were grotesque and indefensible in many ways, uh, but she got the short end of the stick. People make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So if you were curious what Geraldo Rivera was talking or thinking about in this particular <laughs> situation. Oh, they're, they're already starting the who's going to replace her. Oh, I heard Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson is the uh, is the name on the top of their list right now. Because remember, they were saying Kelly Clarkson wants her own talk show. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so a a slot is opened up. They already have that sign that says Kelly mm-hmm. on the for the door. Uh, Louis C.K. got back up on stage at the Comedy Cellar again, and this was on Wednesday night. Some guests left immediately. He came out at the end of uh, the nine thirty show. That's when he went up on stage. About ten people walked out. One yelled F you or something to that effect, according to a source. He ignored it. A few people walked out midway through his set, but they were saying that maybe they were just waiting for their check. Midway that's when, through? Yeah, kind wow. of a dick move, right? Uh, one person walked in during his set, and that was Chris Rock. Huh. Chris apparently laughed at all of his jokes, then left right after he finished. Obviously, the two of them have been associated for quite a while. Uh, they worked together on the Chris Rock show for HBO back in the day, about th- for three years, and it was on that show that he was uh, first accused of the masturbating in front of women, mm. which he has come out and said, "Yes, I did do that." Blah blah blah. And he's trying to get his uh, his uh, his career back. So. See again, I, I'm, listen, I don't fault anybody for walking out. No, uh, uh-uh. they and they have uh, that they have that clause that we've talked about before. If you want to leave, that's fine. We'll take care of your check. I, I personally wouldn't. I, and what I think. Louis C.K. did. What I think he did was reprehensible, but I'd like to see. I, it's My curiosity would keep me there. He actually did bring it up this time, too, because he said something to the effect, he made a joke about the allegations. He said, quote, or th- this person is quoted as saying he joked about his mom saying he was in the New York Times, and he was like, yeah, mom, that's not a good article f- about me in the New York Times. I, said, I, I wish we could have talked to Whitney Cummings about it. I mean... She she's in that in that circle. Yeah, I think yeah. She, she's she bums around with them. Yeah. Next time. Yeah, next time. Uh, the internet kind of obsessed yesterday. I know we talked about it before the show, and that was that picture of Justin Bieber sitting on a park bench eating a burrito the wrong way. Did you see this picture? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's ridiculous. Who eats a burrito this way? It's hysterical. From the from the middle. Yeah, like a like picture of corn on, uh, like corn on the cob. He was he who was, eats a burrito that way. He was, you want to know the theory behind this? Why he was doing this? Because he knew somebody was taking a picture? Because if somebody was taking a picture, they could Photoshop a penis over the top of the burrito. Oh. Is that what he said? My God. No, that's not what he said. That's Hilarious. what rumor is why so he So don't eat a burrito do in public. Right. I don't know the... You know when I've eaten a burrito in public? Out on a park bench? Never. Right. Nah. <laughs> the, guy that, the guy that took the picture and tweeted it, I'm pretty sure he's a publicist. Oh really? His Why quote was, "I just took the picture." He, his quote was, "I just took the picture. I had no idea that it was going to blow up like this." Could <laughs> oh, could yeah. be lying. Isn't it? Okay. I mean, it's his job to 
take pictures and blow them up, but... If he's a publicist. Yeah, I think he I, he works for a magazine or something. Oh, does he? Oh, I don't know. I just, the only the only quote I yeah, saw find, was, find I had the, uh, no idea it was going to blow up like this. Find who it was. Because I, I think it's associated with, a, well, like, a specific Twitter account. Um, but who the hell eats a burrito like that? People who think that you're going to Photoshop Is that he's Canadian? Is that how they do it in, in Canada? Maybe it's a Canadian thing. You never know. Do you think he's cognizant of that? Like, like uh, you know... It says here he's the associate editor of Noisy Music, and he works for Vice UK. All right, so he's a magazine guy. Mm. There you go. Uh, Dave Grohl's daughter, Violet, very, very, very talented. We've heard her in the past sing a little bit. And this is her doing an Adele song, When We Were Young. It was a charity event in L.A., and there's a, his uh, her dad was uh, playing guitar in the background. His name oh. is Dave Grohl. Shout out. Bad. Back up. Everybody loves the things you do. How old is he? I knew you were going to ask that. I say 12-ish, maybe 14. What do they say in Esquire magazine about the burrito thing? Uh, this says here, if he were to eat this burrito from one end, everything would go spilling out. Instead, he smartly gripped it from the broken side and is holding it all together with his hands as he attempts to eat it. So you do you, Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, but this just goes to my theory that burritos, this is asinine. Like this, this, this is, we don't need, we, no, no one needs to ingest something love, that big. I don't love overstuffed burritos. Yeah, that is yeah. silliness. And you could go somewhere besides a park bench with no plate as well. You could hold it the correct way and See, over a plate. Well, I, I like Chipotle. Too big. Too big. I like Chipotle, but yeah, I, always yeah. get, I always get the bowls. Yeah. I'm a bowl okay. guy. You know how Subway just introduced their wraps? I was like, I'm going to try one because it says like, you know, ah, man, these are delicious. I'm going to try. They put, so, they put so much meat in it, so much lettuce, so much everything that it's difficult to eat. I don't need. I all like that. a tightly wrapped wrap. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. You know, what does a good one like good chicken one is is Chick Fil A. Yeah, there's a pretty decent wrap. Really, it's it's tight. It's a tight roll, so stuff doesn't come out. Right. Yeah, I almost like so almost every day for lunch. I may I take a couple slices of pepperoni, a slice of Swiss cheese, and I roll it up and I eat it in like one of those carb smart wraps or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I tightly roll it so much it almost looks like like a like you would consider it a roll up and not even a burrito because I mean it yeah. is, you know. Yeah, but when you get those giant, you know, fast burrito places, you're basically saying, uh, "Yes, my uh, I would like this for my next three meals." Yeah. You know what I mean? You're I'd ordering... like to eat this today and tomorrow. Yeah, Thank you. Well, you know, on a park day. bench, I'd like you know uh, half here and half in my lap because you know all that stuff is falling out. <laughs> you can't you can't eat that without a without a fork and knife or a vessel yeah. for your stuff to you fall into. Yeah. You need a yeah. vessel. Uh, you were talking yesterday about uh, was it the Rotten Tomatoes, the Bohemian Rhapsody's not doing well on first reviews are not great. And maybe this is why, I don't know. But if you want to check it out, if you're interested, there's another as a new trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, the Freddie, Freddie Mercury story with Queen up on the blog if you want to check it out. So just want to let you know that. All right, question for you. What movie has these entertainers in it? Dickie Barrett. Julie Brown. Jeremy Sisto. Jurassic Park. Brecken Meyer. One of these days, he's going to hop over and punch you square in the nose. And it's gave it the buzzer. You know the one time that it was Jurassic Park? Remember, I didn't chime in. Yeah. 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 Uh, Elisa Donovan. Oh, I know it. It's uh, it's Clueless. Clueless, yes. 1995 was the original. Budget 20. was in it. Yeah. From the Mighty Mighty Boston? Sure was. Oh, it must have been like a... a, uh, 
oh, prom uh, scene or something. Yeah, he was probably dancing or something like music. that. Uh, the original 1995 had a budget of $20 million, took in almost $57 million at the box office. This is one of the reasons are remaking it. What? Why? Yeah, no. Don't know any other information besides one of the writers is going to be one of the writers from Glow. The Netflix Glow deal. That's a great which, show. Yeah, I love it. And I've only seen four or five episodes. Loved it, loved it. Also, a Girls Trip writer is going to be uh, producing it. I mean, got a good writers. It's great. But why, man? That's a good movie. Really early in development. No details, really, uh, other than what I have told you. Don't know if the same actors and actresses are coming back. Don't know if it's going to be an update version like nowadays, or is it still going to be back then? I just hope it's not them as parents and their kids are mm. doing this. You know, I don't uh. want that. That we could be- call it still clueless. Cluelesser. <laughs> no. Check out my Tesla J. What? <laughs> what is another question for you? What's the number one rated daytime talk show? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, Ellen. Judge Judy. No and no. Dr. Phil. Stop voting with your heart over there. Uh, the fall guy. Yes. Dr. Phil. Uh, doc- and it's not going to change anytime soon. He's Congratulations. Ah, he likes it. I'm horrified. <laughs> you can suck this. Oh, you. <laughs> I have not seen the money yet, but he has just signed another contract. He's staying on CBS through 2023. What are you doing, you effing little bitch? Hey. That's Somebody kind of- hey, touched hey. my pee-pee. Whoa. My mom is obsessed with Dr. Phil. Like, it's like appointment view. Like Because she, she talks like that. She, <laughs> she turns it on. Mouth. And, like, it is, she's, whatever she's doing, she's sitting down and she's watching Dr. Phil. And I don't know why this bothers me so much, but the fact that he grabs his wife ha- wife's hand and walks off every episode, do you know that? No. So she sits in the crowd, and after every episode, he goes, thanks, I'm Dr. Phil, and we'll see you tomorrow. And then he walks up, grabs his wife's hand, and they both walk off waving everything. Hey, 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 back off. And I'm like, she looks like a robot. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy. Is that That's the thing? That's like, that's I what guess he that's does. their thing. That's what he does. All right. Well, he's going to be doing it for a while. It'll be season 21 by the time this contract is over in 2023. He's kind of a big deal over there. I did not know this. Did you guys know all the stuff that he does over there? He's an executive producer on the daytime talk show. Then The Doctors, which is in its 11th season. uh, He's ahead of that thing over there. Also, the daily syndicated news magazine, Daily Mail TV. Uh, He's a co-creator of uh, Bull on the CBS drama Bull. I did not know that. Uh, what else? He's got his Stage 29 Productions as well. He's got a development deal with CBS, too. The guy, I did not know how talented he was. Very talented. I wish he'd get up and grab my hand every at the end of the show. <laughs> walk off with me. And uh, finally, uh, Forbes now has uh, the list out of the 10 highest paid TV actresses. Yesterday, we did The Men, and it was Jim Parsons was number one. Yeah. And if you're on Big Bang Theory or Modern Family, you made out the So number one's got to be 10. Sofia Vergara. Yes, you are correct. Forty-two and one half. Forty-two and one half million dollars. She's been on that list. That's number one for a while. Yeah, I think she, it's like seventh year in a row, or something like that. So, who's number two? <sighs> Who is number two? No idea. Not even close. Twenty-four and a half million dollars. Kaylee Cuoco Ailey from Cuoco, Big Bang Theory. Okay. Uh, Twenty-three and a half. Ellen Pompeo from uh, Grey's Anatomy. Mariska Hardigay from uh, uh, Law and Order SVU. Thirteen million dollars. Julie Bowen from Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Twelve and a half. Then there's a tie between the other two females on Big Bang Theory. Then you got Kerry Washington. Claire Danes comes in at number nine. Nine million for Homeland. Homeland. And by the way, uh, Sofia Fergara is at forty-two and a half million because this isn't just TV. This is uh, their show. 
salary. It's everything else. Oh, yeah. She endorses, endorsements uh, and all that stuff. Diet Pepsi and coffee machines. Uh, head and shoulders, too. Head I and think shoulders, yeah. And lastly is uh, that Polly Peretti, uh, $8.5 million from NCIS. Crappy birthdays. Uh, we got movies, too, don't we? We do have movies. I'm going to tell you what's in theaters this weekend. It's actually. a bad... I skipped over it because it's a bad weekend in the theaters. I mean... You ain't you're not you're not going to the movies this 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 weekend. All right, you have uh, Johnny English strikes again. That looks terrible. Wait a second, is that Mr. Bean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, those movies are pretty good. Scott just bowed up on you, man. He put his arms out and said, yeah, "What? Get, get out of here." Johnny English strikes again with uh, Rowan Atkinson. Oh, you're a fan? Who's not afraid? Of, I mean, who's not a fan of uh, Rowan Atkinson? I'm not a huge fan. Of I'll it. tell you, he's not a fan. The critics, thirty-three <laughs> percent. Audience, eh, fifty-five percent. I don't mind it, but I'm not going to the theater to see it. Okay. Critics say Johnny English Strikes Again might be uh, getting a few giggles out of viewers, pinning, or I'm sorry, pining for buffoonish pratfalls. But for the most part, this sequel simply strikes out. <laughs> that, that's that's been his entire career. Is Here, let me give you the Patrico. Let me give you the Patrico translation on that. Sucks. And that's then you have it. Hunter Killer, and that is with Gerard Butler. Who has not been in much lately? Mm-mm. No, Gerard he just, Butler. He, he has. He just hasn't been in much. He it's, saved uh, the White House, and then he saved London because they were both falling. Well, and I he mean, picked them yeah, up. Olympus has fallen. And London, and then three hundred, and then really, what else? No, I'm pretty sure he's, he's been, been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been in a sure lot more stuff than not that. anything of note, though. Yeah, he has. No, no I can't remember anything. Yeah. Anything that stands out as a good movie? Uh, Den of Thieves, 2018. London has fallen, 2016. I liked Olympus has fallen. I thought that was a pretty good movie. Uh, what what good movie is what I'm saying? What? Geostorm that did very just well. Be, just because it's volume doesn't mean it's. It's not good or popular. Good, like good movies. Den of Thieves, Geostorm, Family Man. Geostorm, I've never even heard of. It, it did. It did very well. It was. It's basically um, day after tomorrow. Gods of Egypt. He does the how you train, how to train your dragon. Yep, that's a good one. There he's in. Uh, yeah. Well, that was a couple years ago. Yeah, how to train your dragon is, is uh, voiced. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. That don't count. Oh, get that out of here. That don't count. I mean, he gets to go to work in his pajamas, but he's still working. Yeah, I'm talking a Gerard Butler helmed movie. Then, it, I mean, there essentially there's only been three. Uh, although there are five that are in production right now. Hmm. I like the guy. Yeah. I loved him in 300. Ooh, Law Abiding Citizen was real good. Is that the one where Which he was in jail one? or something? Yeah, well, that, yeah. It was him and somebody else. I can't remember the other actor. I saw that. That was good. That was where he really gets good. revenge. Yeah, who is the other family? actor? Uh, the other actor is Jamie Foxx. Charles Nelson Riley. That's right, Jamie Foxx. The Fox. Yeah, they kill his family, right? And he just gets revenge. That was a good movie. Uh, by the way, this Hunter Killer critics, 36%. Audience, 86%. Oh, not terrible. That's better. Uh, Krabby Birthdays also love celebrating birthdays this weekend. Keith Urban, 51. CM Punk, the wrestler turned MMA fighter, 40. Uh, Hillary Clinton, 71. Pat Sajak is 72. Uh, John Cleese from Monty Python is 79. Brad Paisley, 46. Julia Roberts, 51. Dude, the, the, you want to talk about she do it? For some reason, this chick, she do it for me. Jamie Gertz is 53. Bill Gates, 63. Uh, today's Burton birthday. Jamie Gertz. I thought she, uh, isn't she part owner of a football team? Um, she was at the draft. Yeah. She married like a billionaire. Yeah. Yep. Uh, today's Burton birthday of the day. If you're ever wondering where the devil went, pretty sure he has a song about it. I believe it was Georgia. Charlie Daniels, 82 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Karen Fisher. And today's birthday girl's been under more sheets than the entire cast of Dressed Up as the Ghost in 110 fine films, including Big Boob Tune-Up, Double Airbags, <laughs> How My Bully Banged My Mom, 
This my mommy taught me. My slutty aunt Karen, and who could forget her unforgettable role in The Vagina Whisperer? Second, Jamie Girth, that's the whiny wife from Twister. Is that what you said? Yes. She's in Seinfeld too. Yes. Freaks and Geeks. Yes. Back look her. Look her up though. Not I, Twister I did, Jamie Gertz. I did look her up. Not Twister and Jamie Gertz. Um, she's I a co-owner of a basketball team. Atlanta. The she's Atlanta Hawks. Beautiful. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's worth two billion dollars. Her husband. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Husband. Karen oh. Fisher, forty-two years old. That's your porno birthday, Krabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. How old is she? She is fifty-three. Wow. She was in some terrible sitcom that was only on for a couple years. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it, but she was on. It was it was a big one. It went into syndication, mm. like on TBS. She must moisturize because she, mm. she does not age. Yeah, uh, it's the cash poorly at all. It's the cash. It's the cash. It's the cash makes her youthful looking. Hey, you ever hear uh, uh, of uh, people scattering their ashes at Disneyland or Disney World? Like oh that's yeah, a thing? somebody did it on a roller coaster, right? Or are you about to say that? No, no, no. I think it's just an urban legend that people do that. I mean, I've heard stories. Didn't we have a story a couple years ago about somebody doing it on a roller coaster and getting in some major trouble? Do you well, this? Disney's telling people, I, I think that sounds familiar, but Disney's telling people stop doing it because it's real. So the Wall Street Journal, they, they, uh, they interviewed a couple current and former custodians who confirmed that, yes, they have been enlisted to find and clean up human ashes on a regular basis. Oh, gosh. At both parks, Disneyland and Disney World. And the investigation found that ashes have been spread in expected places like flower beds and bushes and lawns, as well as on rides. Including like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. They, they toss it in the water. In the water yeah. Underneath the Dumbo ride. Man, putting it in the water is one thing, but if I'm sitting behind you and you throw Aunt Jenny in everybody's face. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> you know what I'm going to be pissed. Where's the, where's the biggest spot they would dump the ashes? I could tell you. It's a guess, but I bet I'm right. Go ahead. The Haunted Mansion. No. It's the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do it. Lawnmower. Uh, Only Jeff best. makes it work. <laughs> yeah, they said the Haunted Mansion is a popular spot. Thanks, Tom. Quote, the Haunted Mansion probably has so much human ashes on it that it's probably not even funny. And that's coming from a Disneyland custodian. So it's for real haunted. For real. It's for real. For real. Uh, we'll go to commercial, and we will come back with some food news. What's up? This is Marla Wayans, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz, you old f***. Uh, thank you. Uh, home stretch, folks. Donnie Fandango is going to be here in a couple minutes for the real or fake results. Uh, just some food news for you. Food news. So it is that time of year again when everybody rushes out to buy a sandwich featuring a mystery meat pressed into the shape of a, into the shape of a rack of ribs. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. McDonald's just announced that the McRib is back next week at more than 9,000 of their stores. Cool. It's been gone since last November. Really? It's been that long? Yeah. It didn't say how long it's going to be back for, but just that it's going to be a limited time. Man, they have done that right. 
What's that? The McRib for all these years. Just putting it on the menu, pulling it off. Yeah, I think, it on, I think last it time it was on, we talked about, isn't there a website where you can track it? Oh, yeah. I've had one McRib. I used to eat them a lot. Just to see what all the hype is about. I had one. Over it. And I, and I went like this. Okay. Yeah. That's the last one of those I'll have. Loved them as a kid. And then when they brought it back, like the first time they brought it back as an adult, I tried it. I was like, oh, man, uh, I can see why I like this as a kid, but this was not for me now. Is it one of those things where you love it because you loved it as a kid? Because I tried it as an adult. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a nostalgia to it. I mean, there's like movies like that. If you watch The Goonies now. Still good. Are you going to like it as much as you did because you watched it as a kid? Well, of <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. You're saying if I watch it for the first time as an adult? Yeah, you're going to like it? Oh, probably not. Well, I probably Not like as it. much as you <laughs> like it as you, cause yeah. you grew up with it. Yeah, because you're not going to connect with, I'm going to go outside and do what they did. You know, you're not, you don't, but even you don't still, get you, to be the character You again. like that nostalgia of it because you loved it as a kid. And I'll still watch the Goonies and love it. The yeah. fact that I try to McRib as an adult? Yeah, I don't think so. But, I mean, take it back because some people just go gaga over They it. do. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. I think, I think yeah. largely it's the barbecue sauce. I mean, I don't know what, and it is mystery meat, and I'm sure it's it's a is, pork product. Or, is it yeah. the uh, is it the same barbecue sauce that they have as far as uh, like the, like in their barbecue sauce that you get with a nugget? Oh, I don't know, because their nug barbecue sauce no, is good. I don't think so. I think the the nugget one is a little bit darker. This this one's a little, uh, mm, I, I would say, less tangy. Maybe a little sweeter. Uh, it's pretty sweet. It's more, I don't know. It's, I just, it's when I like had a, it, I was like, I, I waited at a drive-through. I got it. It's a couple of years ago. I was like, I, yeah, I ate it. I was like, yeah. It might. What am I doing? It might be the same stuff, but I swear it's more of like a glazing, like a bar, you know, like a yeah. barbecue sauce glazing. Yeah, if you want to be startled about it, I know we say this every time, but look up the the picture of the McRib without sauce on it. It's like a gray kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could. Uh, you could hit up Instagram this weekend uh, to post your pictures of yourself in your Halloween costume holding Starbucks new Halloween drink. You ain't going to see that this weekend because Starbucks just rolled out their new Halloween drink. It's called the Witch's Brew Frappuccino. And it's a purple and green drink that's a mix of uh, orange cream, frappuccino, green chia seeds, whipped cream, and green powder on top, mm. if that's your thing. <laughs> and it should be available through Halloween or until they run out of supplies. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm not one of those people that runs out to get the newest Starbucks Frappuccino. No thanks. So that's the Witch's Brew Frappuccino now available. Oh, look at that! That's the. That's startling, isn't it? That's the McRib without any sauce on it, huh? What is that? <laughs> I think it's rib meat that's just all pressed together. Yeah, I think. I, I just th- typed in what is a McRib. You know what? I don't want to know. <laughs> don't want to know. I think we talked about it before. Don't want to know. It was not. Uh... Don't want to know. And uh, finally, frozen pizzas all taste the same, right? No. Damn right yeah, they don't. Yeah. Damn right they don't. The, uh, the website, The Takeout, sampled five frozen pizza brands. What's your favorite? For, uh, take Lena's out because they're a regional thing. Because I do, I do, as far as frozen pizzas do, hand to God, Lena's is my favorite. Easy. What is your favorite frozen pizza? Favorite frozen night. pizza that's a national. So like that that means also take out like Lucia's and your yeah. dog towns, all that all that stuff. Non St. Um, Louis specific. Give me a second. Can anybody else get an answer? No. Because... I'll throw five out for you. Okay. Giorno, home run in. That's it. That's Jack's, 
Tombstone, Red Baron. Home run in his mind. If you're if you're going on cost, I'd go Jacks. If taste. if if taste. just taste, DiGiorno, I guess. Here's the thing though, they all they're all so different. Even those yep. even those nationals. Mm-hmm. Like if you're in the mood for that one type of tombstone feel, Listen, there's, home, only, there's only one that's tastes like that. Home Same run for in, Jacks. Home run in it has that flaky, almost pie crust. <clears throat> U-S-O-B. <laughs> Don't know that one. I miss it. And they're huge. They're real big. So they did, so this this website called the Takeout did a did a taste test. DiGiorno, Home Run Inn, Jack's Tombstone, Red Baron. Which is the tastiest? Kids tend to like Jack's the best for its thin crust. And because it's pretty sweet. While adults found it kind of bland and wimpy. And DiGiorno only held appeal for people who really love crust. The champ, Red Baron. Red Baron was the champ. Which the head judge wrote, quote, the cracker-like crust was flaky with a nice crunch and crispy mouthfeel. The slightly thicker sauce had a forward hint of actual seasoning that featured oregano and garlic. <laughs> actual and that, seasoning. That pulled the pizza together. He says, my friend said it reminded her of a Pizza Hut sausage slice from 1981, which might have been the highest form of praise any pizza got all evening. I don't think I've ever had Red Baron. I don't know that I have either. Or Jack's. I would always see them in the... Yeah, Jack's I've had a bunch of because it's a... It's not exactly expensive. Which, I, you know what I liked as a kid? The Stouffer's French bread one. Hmm. Red Baron must have been the cheapest at Schnooks in uh, in South County because that's what my mom always bought. Stouffer's had a French bread oh, yeah. frozen pizza. The best. That you put in the oven. Yep. Or you could put it in the microwave and it turns into some like rubbery madness. <laughs> turns, with like crunchy yeah. ends. It just yeah, disintegrates. Yeah, well, crunchy ends. But the, yeah, try the Stouffer's French bread pizza. That's pretty good too. Dude, that is that is one of the best. Here, I'm type, I'm pulling up a pizza. I'll pull up a picture of this, and I could I could probably taste it already. The Stouffer's? Yep. Put it up on the screen. Oh, man. Dude, Riz, we got to go get these right now. Yeah. Yeah, those, those were good. Yeah. Those were good. Yeah, I haven't had one of those in 30 years. Oh, that looks really good. It's so good. <laughs> All right, we'll hit our uh, final break of the morning. We'll come back. And Donnie Fandango's coming in for the Craigslist Freak. No, not the Craigslist Freak League. The, yeah. uh, the, 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 Real the Real Fake Results. That's it. Hey guys, look who's here. Donnie Fandango's here. Happy Friday, boys. Going to be seeing a lot of you today. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, you know what? To be honest with you, I think Donnie is the most nervous out of all of us. You yeah. Think so? For tonight's Riz Show Live event. I, I was, I, I'm better. I'm better. I talked with Tony about one of the. The, the things yesterday, I talked to Anthony about another one, um, and I've just been kind of, kind of, you know, writing and then like rewriting. I'm, I'm definitely excited. I really am excited. It's be but a great it's, event. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, for so sure. Donnie's got his weekend rage tonight, uncensored, unfiltered. Boy, there's a lot of swear words. Ooh, yeah. Great, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. I love it. Like a lot. C word. I love it. No, I don't think so. No C word. Well, I mean, I could. Planned. I could try to interject. Is your lady coming? You know, she is not. Oh. There's a there's a trunk or treat at the kids' school tonight. Ah. So uh, so she's she's taking care of that. But uh, she, and she didn't make the rage outside of the very last story that I'll that yeah, I'll. Yeah, well, my question was going to be <laughs> if she was there. Mm-hmm. Would you hold back a little bit? No. Okay. No, nah, man, because there's nothing, um, nah, man, because there's nothing, like, I would run through this stuff with her, and and there's nothing that she does that would, like, make me, you know, rage, other than it takes her, like, a week to put her clothes away. But other than that, like, <laughs> there's, there's really yeah. there's really nothing. So, no, I would not hold back at, at, at any different. Because I can't different. wait till, till Donnie's intro song kicks in. Oh, yeah. 
I'm thinking I might Pops have a. Pops is gonna look. It, Pops is gonna is gonna go nuts. I, I I'm thinking too that I might have a beer or two before I do it yeah, to kind of like uh, to kind of yeah, you know right, Scott, yeah. up grease the wheels yeah. as sure. they say. But <laughs> Boom, the runway. Can I throw yeah. this in just real quick? Around 10:15, 10:30 today, the Ludo Boys are gonna be in and they're gonna play live. I'm not sure if we're gonna be done by then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pending us getting done or you getting done, they're coming in to play live. Let's get to it. Donnie's right. here for the real or fake results. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds. Elmer fuds and bouncing Buddhas. Sweater stretchers, long protectors. Beach umbrellas, frost detectors. Scooby snacks and snake eyes dice. Jello molds and high beam lice. Every day I probably use 99 words for those. Right, here we go. Real or fake results sponsored by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet and by Scarlet's Cabaret. All right, so it's week number seven in our competition. Pushing to 21, 21 points, competition over. The cellar dweller or dwellers will have to be the season's first Christmas carols. King Scott, Jeff Burton, your kings of cans with 16 points each. Yeah. So they, the closest they could get is 20 points. So nobody's nobody's closing it out this week. Myself and Moon, who were locked out last week, 13 points. Patrico locked out last week. In fact, locked out three weeks in a row. Yeah, it's the that's trifecta. The Turk. I want to use a different vowel there, not an E. But Tony Patrico is in last place with 10 points. All right, it's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock gets you two points. If you're right, zero points locked out. If you're wrong, regardless of your other picks. And Donnie, the order we're going in is three, one, two. Three one two. Ten four. Okay. Wait, what? No, that wouldn't on there. Sorry. Three one two. Patrico, if you would, a description of photo number three. Photo number three. The first one I get wrong here is just a, a straight up booby mug shot. We don't see a whole lot of boobage here, but we see a black lacy bra. Straight up uh shot here. She does have a chain that she turned backwards. I don't know if we mentioned that last time. It's probably time, the cross. Probably. Everybody real except for me who's wrong and went fake. Oh, don't say that. I just, oh, I got a good No, you got it right. Don't say that. That's incorrect. We're all real. This has been a terrible one. Tony is on Fake Island for photo number three. And I thought, in fact, we even said this during, during the picks. Not a terrible pick, Tones, because I was 50-50 on this. All right, Donnie Fandango, photo number three, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 77% went fake. Listeners, incorrect. They're real. Yep, there's that. There it is. I see why you did that, though. I mean, that... Yeah, but I was wrong, Donnie. As I said, I've, <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen those before, and it would... What, what do you mean? Like that, that style. Oh. That style. That style, yeah. and I've always oh, gone fake in the past. Yeah. And I, I that keep model of breast. All right, King Scott, 17 points. Jeff, 17. 14 for me, 14 for Moon. That's it. (laughs) All right, let's go to photo number one. A description, please. Uh, We've got a black and red lacy bra here. Lovely lady has pulled up her shirt. She's got it full on display. These are Uh, tremendous. Everybody has gone real here. This is my lock of the week. Cool. All right, Patrico is on Lock Island here. We are all real. If these are fake, that means Patrico's locked out for four weeks in a row. All right, Donnie. Photo number one. 
real or fake. All right, guys, listeners, 78% went real. Listeners, wrong. They're fake. Wow. Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Oh, my gosh. This game sucks. It's stupid. How is that possible? I'll tell you why why it's possible. Because you're a liar. Four. Cool. Tony Patrico. Four in a row. Locked out. Great, guys. Four consecutive weeks. So that means that for four weeks, he didn't get any points. No points. Donnie, thank you for the math there. I'm going to shove you off the stage tonight. <laughs> yes. That's why he's been stuck at town. Hey, we got it wrong, though, too. So at least you're pushing it back closer to Christmas. I mean, each day is is, is a slight point of, le- you know, uh, less awkward. Are you done? I'm trying to help you, you Whoa, jerk. Oh, boy. Photo number one, <laughs> fake. All right. Our final picture is uh, photo number two. Huge cans, purpley dress here. She's got the cleave out. She's bending forward. Everybody went real. I don't care. You guys all lied. No, you are praying for fake. I'm I'm hoping for fake. You are praying for fake. If these are real, a devastating blow for Tony Patrico. Because it would take you at least two weeks to crawl out of the cellar. And uh, and, and they would need. They would need their lock. That's it. Good stuff. And it's a walk to the finish line. <laughs> we are all real. My lock, Moon's lock, Jeff's lock, King Scott's lock, Donnie Fandango, photo number two, real or fake? All right, guys, listeners, 87% win real. Listeners, correct, they're real. Sorry, Tony. Me too. Was this your punishment, by the sure way? Sure was, yeah. That's the worst is having to serve on your own punishment. It's not, and it's not even the fact that it's my own punishment and I have to serve it. It's my own punishment. I'm going to have to serve it, and I'm getting my ass kicked. Man, we need to get the stats These on. are Burton-type numbers. We need to get the stats oh, on. Right there. Oh, my bad. Where he's in first. <laughs> am I wrong, Jeff? Or I know you're in first this time, hey, but am I wrong? Intern you are in- absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get the stats on how many people have gone have done the from first to last. I don't think anybody. I mean, no, not, no, that's not no, true. No, not from first to last, but with last this to first. Last to first? He's talking about I'm how many people have served their own punishment. Oh. I know I have at least You did. Once. You, I did. I speedo have. first pitch was yours and stand-up and was stand-up yours. And stand-up was mine. Mm-hmm. I've, I've done mine uh, I thought times. you meant how many lockouts in a row. Nope. Gingham's, I served that. That was, yep. that was first to last. All right. Sorry, Tones. Yeah, man. It's so cool. So going into week number eight, King Scott and Jeff Burton, 19 points. That's a good spot. Myself and Moon, 16 points. And Tony. Oh, Tony. 10 points. Yeah. Let's wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime! What it is, is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri wake up broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... All right. That is it for us, Donnie Fandango's in next. Ludo will be here shortly. Absolutely. They have their uh, couple shows at the pageant this weekend. We have our sold-out show at Pops tonight. Oh, boy. (laughs) So we'll see all you weirdos out there. We got us and then Greek Fire closing her out this evening. And make sure you follow uh, uh, the show. Uh, at Riz Show on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Because, I mean, this is a very special event, obviously, but we're not going to be sharing it on the podcast or, or yeah. YouTube Live or any of that. It's going to be a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with social media, though, so check that out, too. And yep. and at Greek Fire, because there's going to be some behind-the-scenes there, too. Uh, what else we got to tell you? Oh, Jeff Burton Travers in Eureka. Sunday, noon to two. I'm sorry, Saturday, noon to two. Noon to two, yeah, clear and Sunday, there, yeah. Sunday, Patrico's at DB's Force of Football, beginning at noon. All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Donnie Fandango next. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, 
Shouting out Aaron Berger one more time. He's from Florida. He wants us to play this song. Damn it, I'm going to do it. Okay. Just for Aaron. All right, see you Monday. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.